It's Friday night. And time for Derby, Derby Panther, Panther Football. Football. Tonight's pregame coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, once again, it's Friday night, and uh, we've taken the road trip to Salina. Coach, uh, we've got Coach Clark with us and uh, Coach Wietrich with us again tonight. Coach Clark, uh, you might talk to us a little bit about last week's game. Uh, we had a nice win uh, in week one against Garden City. Talk to us a little bit about uh, that ball game and how everything broke out on tape. Well, I'll talk, uh, I'll talk a little special teams and offense, and I'll let Coach Wietrich follow up with, with what he thought about the defense. Uh, uh, special teams-wise, uh, I thought our kickoff team did a pretty good job. Uh, we've we've got a lot of live bullets flying down there, and uh, we've got a couple kids out of kind of out of position, um, maybe not in their gap or whatever. But I thought they were very physical and did a good job of of stopping them. You know, we we didn't kick the ball as deep as we wanted to sometimes, but there was times we kicked the ball to the you know 10 or 15. They'd only get to like the 20 or 22, which is pretty good. So so once we can consistently start kicking the ball to the you know, two-yard line, five-yard line, I think we'll get some guys in, inside the 20. I, I was really impressed with our kickoff team. Um, we, we kept our punt team out there, our number one punt team, uh, when, when we started with our, our twos and threes just to get them some reps. Uh, we, we wanted to do that. That was, that was one of the only uh, first-team group that we had out there most of the second half. And uh, they did a pretty good job. Our, our Stingers did a pretty good job, and, and they got zero return yards. Uh, punt return, um, we did block a punt. Uh, but that was not designed to block a punt. We actually had punt safe, but it was our twos and threes out there, our JV guys out there, and uh, I'm not sure if they really understood uh, safe punt. And uh, we were only supposed to rush one guy and make sure and just play defense. And uh, instead, eight eight or nine guys put their hands on the line and just rushed a punter. So uh, so we kind of cleared that up, but we did block a punt. But uh, um, we were always one or two guys away from getting a big return. Uh, we 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 let it. A stinger get off, and uh, if we would have got him blocked on our first punt return, I think we would have had possibly a touchdown. So, uh, so we got to shore some things up there. But the but the kids worked hard this week on punt return, so ho- hopefully that goes well. And kickoff return um, with with our ones, we got one, and uh, I, I think if we would have bounced it outside, we would have had a chance to to get out there. But uh, um, we've got a lot to work on on special teams, and we take a lot of pride on special teams. So hope- hopefully we can do a little bit better uh, tonight. Um, offensively, um, you know, if a fan looks at the game, they, you know, like like we were talking about earlier, uh, we didn't have too many penalties um, offensively, special teams, or defensively. Um, we had a few, but not the typical a lot of a lot of penalties that you had. So I, I think our kids played, you know, pretty fundamentally wise. You know, they they weren't holding or jumping off sides or not getting aligned right. Uh, but, uh, um, you know, we, we scored a lot of points, but a lot of those points were due to the fact that we have a really good running back, really good quarterback, and some good receivers. Um, I, I, I thought our we, we've got a lot to improve on blocking-wise. Um, I, I think we got to our man a lot with our offensive line and with our wide receivers, and we weren't shying away from contact, but we weren't maintaining our blocks and, and getting the proper leverage that, that we needed.
continued to get. So, so we've got a lot to work on. Um, I, I think the kids made strides this week. Um, there was a big emphasis on blocking through the whistle. I thought uh, against Garden City, we would you know block our guy for about a second, two seconds, and then just say, okay, I blocked my guy, I'm done. And there's there's Trey or Grant or Lim or whoever's running the ball, just they're, they're running for their lives. And uh, but they're good enough athletes to to be able to you know get some gains and stuff like that. So, so what you saw. Last Friday, hopefully you see an improved offense uh, uh, tonight. But uh, um, our, our kids did did make strides this week in practice, and uh, I've been very proud of them. I um, mean, yeah, kind of like Coach said earlier, you know, yeah, defensively, I think overall, if you look at like our, our performance and stuff, there's some really some positive things we can take away. I think we we were we were smart. We didn't play. You know, we there wasn't a whole lot of stupid penalties. The penalties we did get were were aggressive penalties where guys were trying to make plays, and it was uh, so they weren't like bonehead plays or anything like that. Um, pursuit was good. I, I liked our I liked our physicality. I liked our pursuit. I liked our aggressiveness. Um, but, you know, first game, there's always stuff you can clean up. There's always a lot of mistakes first game that when you nitpick and really hold them to the standard that we need to be at, uh, a lot of stuff we can fix. Up front, you know, up front with our defensive linemen, a lot of times we were, uh, you know, we were getting upfield too much. Or we weren't engaged in offensive linemen like we should. We weren't, we weren't getting after our fits as we need to. LBs, um, I thought – I thought uh, our Mike backer Jack Highland played really well, um, but uh, we still have some spots inside that we got to make sure that we we get we get filled and we have we have a competition going on for some inside backer for sure and so some fits down the linebacker side we're wrong sometimes and we got to clean those up. Um, secondary wise, kind of same deal. You know we got some guys that are uh, kind of competing for spots right now and uh, we have some good ones that are playing and. Uh, I, I liked the aggressiveness. I liked our secondary as far as coming up on receivers, whether it be a pass and stuff like that. They were aggressive. Safeties were filling alleys. They were hitting. There's pretty good tackling. Um, tackling, I thought, overall, pretty good. There wasn't a whole lot of missed tackles out there that we saw on film. So, um, so guys are being aggressive, and they're you know the mistakes they were making were were out of aggression, and it wasn't bonehead stuff, and they were they were doing what they're trying to do. So, but first game, there's always stuff we can clean up, and there's a lot of mistakes we saw on film after we watched the game. So, good stuff we can always clean up. You know, Coach uh, Coach Clark, uh, I noticed that you guys did a lot of substituting. Uh, like for instance, uh, on the defensive line and the offensive line, you you kind of rotated people in. Is that something you guys are going to continue to do, or or was that just something that because it was so hot? But I know it kept the guys fresh, or seemed to keep the guys fresh. And uh, from my perspective, I think that's a good deal. You know, on the defensive line, we've we've got three defensive linemen that play, and uh, you know, I th- I think we've got about five or six guys that that can get the job done. So. Uh, um, a lot of it is this first game was to get people on film to see you know who, who's going to beat who out and uh, have a little competition and uh, um, you know that's we we've created that and that's that's always healthy to have you know you, you guys got you, you have guys compete in every practice for for a starting spot our kids want to start you know that's their ultimate goal is to help the team out but to, to start and uh, um, so we, we wanted to get good film with, with those guys, and, and, and we did. And uh, offensive line, same thing. We've got about seven or eight guys, may, maybe nine, that, that we feel comfortable playing right now. But uh, um, there was some, a couple positions, you know, at, at the guard position. And um, guard I, is, is the big position that we have some competition going. But, but there's also some guys creeping up there at, at, at the tackle position and stuff like that. So competition is always healthy. But uh, I think that was due to just kind of getting on film that first game on, on who later down the road wants to, wants to start.
Coach Clark, uh, keeping with you, uh, you know, Friday night we saw some things uh, offensively. Uh, you kind of opened some things up. You've got some guys in the offense that can do multiple things. And I, I know uh, we talked about it a little bit that, uh, you know, someone said, well, how far did uh, Coach Clark dig into his uh, toy chest? And I, I always say, you know, he's got a pretty deep toy chest there. But uh, talk to us a little bit about some of the, the things we saw Friday night and uh, what else you've got left to uh, offer. You know, we've we've been practicing with these kids, and uh, um, at Thursday night meeting, we, we talked about um, accountability and uh, uh, where we wanted to start with the team. Um, did we have to go? We taught them a lot uh, last year about character and accountability and all that stuff. And we talked to the team about do we do we have to go back down and preach about everything that that we preached to you guys last year and start from the bottom and work our way back up, or can we? Can we go where we left off last year and, and keep that character, keep that accountability, and build off from there and become a more mature team? Um, well, that's kind of the case with our offense and defense, too. Uh, we had a lot installed last year and, and a lot of stuff that, that we didn't show last year, even in the state game. And uh, our kids were able to pick it up offensively and defensively where we left off last year. So we end the summer with our playbook that we have at the state game and our kids know it by heart. And, and it helps to have a lot of returners on the off, uh, off offensive side of the ball. But uh, uh, we've got a lot installed. And, uh, you know, you saw some two-back stuff. We had a lot of that stuff installed last year, but we just never did it. And now Lim's a lot more mature. Grant's a lot more mature. Trey knows the playbook inside and out. He's one of the smartest guys on, on the team, uh, it, knowing our offense. So it, it's, it's really cool. I mean, we can, we can start adding stuff. E each week we add more stuff and more stuff. And uh, we've got a lot installed. You probably – I mean, you, di you didn't see much at all. Uh, you, you saw some two-back that we haven't gotten a lot. But uh, there's a lot of stuff we can do because we have Lim. Uh, you, you know, he can play running back. He gets the ball. He can pitch it. He can throw it. He can run it. Uh, he can run over somebody. He can juke somebody. I mean, he's a weapon to have. And uh, he's playing receiver. He can go in motion. He can go quarterback. We can send Grant Adler is one of our best receivers. We can put him out there. And I'm not trying to give too much away. But, I mean, there's a lot of weapons that we have on our offensive side of the ball. And it's really, really fun to do. And he can be really creative. You know, uh, um, you just draw stuff up and the kids get it. And you just kind of keep with our verbiage. And uh, uh, there's a lot of things and just up front it's all the same but back beneath where everybody's looking you know all that eye candy it's just uh um you, you can get a lot going on and uh um we've been practicing stuff for the last two years that we haven't even ran yet at a at a varsity game so uh um, we have it in our playbook and, and we're excited to to show it this year and you know i've always been the guy that says we don't want to get it on film we want to trick somebody but then now I'm kind of thinking, you know, let's get it all on film. Now they got a million things to prepare for, and they can't just prepare for, you know, just our, our main stuff. So, uh, so I, I think I'm thinking that in each year or each game, I think you're going to see more and more and more. And we're, you know, as long as we can stay healthy, we're we're going to exploit what what our offensive guys can do. Why why not? Why why hold it back? Yeah, Coach Wietrich, we can't let you off the hook. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the kids played – the big question in Derby, I think, prior to the Garden City game was how's the defense going to be, you know. From my perspective, they looked like they uh, performed pretty well. Uh, your front seven worked together in unison, it looked like. Uh, the back four, they did their jobs pretty much on coverage, and I know you'll probably see it a little bit different than me. But you, you give a little bit of a rundown – 
about the game, but let's drill down a little bit more. Let, let's let's talk about some of these kids and and uh, uh, how they performed on last Friday night. Yeah, I mean, uh, like we talked last week, and uh, we we did lose a lot of stars on defense, so it it. There's no question that the defense is going to be something. We have new guys that are going to be taking live bullets on, on Friday nights, the guys that were used to it. The thing is, I, I was, I'll say, I was actually – one thing I was surprised about, this summer we're going through our team camp, we're going through our regular practices and everything like that. Uh, the amount that they actually retained from last year as being main backups or twos running scout teams against our offense, like we were able to kick – I mean, like Coach was saying earlier, we were able to pick up right where we left off. There wasn't a whole – we installed our stuff – uh, pretty quick, and uh, and those guys picked it up. They knew it. And they're communicating. Th- these guys want to be starters. They want to be the guys at Derby, and uh, so I was actually really surprised how fast how fast they retained that stuff and were able to pick it back up from last year. Um, a couple guys that are they're absolutely just you know animals for us. I mean Dorsey at nose. Um, he was a starter last year for us, returner for us. I mean he is huge for us. He he at the nose spot is a very dynamic. You know, aggressive guy, and he causes a whole lot of problems up front on any offense. Um, so we, we we lean really heavily on Tyler Dorsey at the nose spot. Jack Heilman, an inside backer at Mike. Um, he, I mean, he is our he he is our Mr. Check guy. He knows the system. I mean, he knows the film. He's a, he's a film guy. He he knows all the checks. He knows the formations. He knows the tendencies. Um, he gets us in the right position, you know, out there. So we can kind of really rely on him as well. And then he is he is a, a really good instinctual linebacker. I mean, he is really fun to watch. You watch him on film. He is. Sometimes even even me and Coach Haynes, the other linebacker coach, we sit there and we're like, "Hey, did you see what you watch this practice film? Did you see Jack on this play? Like, how does he get there? I mean, he does some stuff that's crazy. I mean, he's he's really he's a really student of the game and does does a really good job for us on the inside. Back end wise, we got uh, Tyler Knox returning, um, and he started a lot of games for us last year. He does a great job. So we we have some key positions with some key returners, um, but the other guys that are that are filling some roles with the starters left, they've all done a really good job of picking off where we left off. And uh, and I just I just want to see him keep growing week to week. So this week, you know, kind of the message has been in defense, you know, like hey, we last week yeah it was good. You know, we we performed pretty good job as far as our ones, but you know, forget about it. It's a new game. It's a new week. New opponent. What are we going to do tonight? You know. So that's kind of the message. Well, guys, as we said, we're on the road tonight uh, in Salina. We're playing a Salina Central team that was much improved last week or last year. And uh, Coach Clark, talk to us a little bit about what we might see from them uh, on your side of the ball, and then we'll talk to Coach Wietrich about uh, his uh, his side. You know, they, they, they were pretty good last year, uh, improved. They, they kind of went to a new offense, new defense. And uh, um, w- one thing I would say last year, they became very aggressive. They they took shots. They blitzed a lot. They took shots down the field. Uh, they did a lot of good stuff. Um, this year's a lot of the same stuff. You know, year year two and Coach Sambo uh, at Salina Central, and uh, you know they their defense is super aggressive. Uh, last year they blitzed a ton of guys uh, on film. They've got seven guys in the box. Which when you have seven guys in the box, you got four to defend four receivers. You know, so. Uh, they, they tried to take away the run last year. I think Grant did a good job last year. Grant and Trey run, run the option, you know, trying to trying to get outside of that. But, uh, um, you know, if 
they're, they're going to send pressure. And, and our message to the kids is we, we got to see that. We've got to communicate. Communication is huge this week with all the blitzing that they do and all the slanting and stunting that they, they do and mixing up coverages behind. But uh, um, they're, they're going to get some plays. You know, the, the, when you blitz that often and, and you're that aggressive, you're going to get some plays. But you're also going to miss some home runs, and, and we're going to get one, you know. So, so we got to be patient, you know. we we got to understand that, yeah, they, they may st- stop us this play, but next down's an, a new play, and uh, it's it, hopefully it's going to be our play. So uh, um, they're aggressive on defense. Uh, special teams, uh, they, they short kick a lot. Um, they they come after it on, on, on punts and, and stuff like that, and uh, they, they do it tight punt but uh a lot of the stuff they did last year they're they're doing this year but but overall offensively defensively special teams very aggressive team yeah offensively i mean probably their their leader and the guy that we got to stop is going to be their their quarterback he's a three-year starter for him uh kavanaugh um the as far as a quarterback goes he's kind of an all-around quarterback i mean he does he does a lot of things really well he can run um, he makes he makes most time makes pretty good decisions in the passing game if he's not pressured um, so he can run he can pass um, he's also he's also a guy they look to a lot for just you know just to lead the offense and stuff like that so it kind of is the Kavanaugh show and uh, they do throw the whole they throw the ball a whole lot they got some receivers the receiving groups pretty good they got four, four pretty good receivers they have a, a slot receiver kind of a tight end H-back type guy that uh, is really talented I think he's got some offers to go to the next level um, um, and where they, they they love to utilize him, he's a good blocker, so he can line up a tight end. He can be an H back for him and go two back, or he can spread him out and he can be in the he can be in the slot. So uh, they have some weapons. They love to, to throw the ball around. So our back end's gonna have to be ready to go and make sure they're locked in. Um, and then with that, you know, we do have to get pressure on this guy. I think one thing that I was kind of disappointed with this, uh, last Friday was um, some of our D linemen and our backers. When we sent some pressures, a lot of times we got locked up. Um, and we weren't able to get off of blocks and get get to the quarterback when we needed to. So, so one thing I kind of stressed uh, this week in practice to our guys was if we, if we're sending you, you know, we got we got to get there with a sense of purpose and be aggressive because if we're not, we're leaving our guys in the back end hanging. You know, so so uh, kind of switching the mentality there. We had some good reps against our offensive line, some pass pro this week in practice. So hopefully we can uh, we can get to them and get some pressure. Coach, uh, you know, we really we, we like to ask this question to end up the interview. Uh, uh, we didn't last week because it's first game, but uh, team health. You know, I know uh, uh, Dave and Sims missed last game, so, you know, maybe we'll get him back. So how's the team's health overall? You know, last last week we actually had a couple guys. Liddell was sick all week. He uh, he, he wasn't able to practice. I mean, we got we got a lot of sickness going around. You know that ragweed, the allergies. We got a lot of kids hacking up stuff. Uh, a few kids running fevers and stuff that have missed this week. But we didn't have Liddell. Uh, last week we didn't have Davin, uh, t- two of our stars, and a couple other guys were kind of banged up. But uh, we're getting Davin back. We got Liddell back, which is nice, and uh, so so we kind of got healthy in that aspect. But as for injuries, I, I you know Aaron Larson kind of got banged up a little bit, but he's had a great week of practice, and uh, uh, we got a couple of younger guys uh, banged up last year in the or last week in the game. But uh, um, that was that was due to you know we we we've got sophomores and. Uh, young guys, we were trying to get our, our threes in. A lot of guys into the game because you know mom and dad and everybody comes to the game and watch. And uh, we had a running clock, and and uh, 
you know, Garden City scores a couple times and, and they keep their, their ones in. And, you, you know, you got this uh, Fuji guy that, that weighs 300 pounds and squats 750 going against this 160-pound sophomore defensive lineman. And uh, we, we got a couple young guys banged up. I, I almost wanted to put our ones back in and just, just stop them, tell them, you know, put in your twos or something like that. But uh, um, we, we got a couple kids banged up because of that, but no starters. But still, you don't want to see that happen, you know. I mean, just put in your twos, you know, after you score a couple times. But, but anyways, uh, as for our starters, I think we got a little healthier. Guys, as always, uh, we appreciate you coming up here tonight. Uh, good luck. Thanks. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at Alive 105KDKQ.com. Live from Salina Stadium, it's time for Derby Panther Football. Sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, the Derby Recreation Center, Will Height Auto Service, Confederated Builders, MJB Heating and Cooling, Derby Junior Football, Radio Shack of Derby, the Derby Informer, Express Water and Hardscapes, Biddles Automotive, Pizza John's, El Paso Animal Hospital, Derby Plaza Theaters, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, D&B Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, and Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. And now with tonight's play-by-play, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Good evening, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and tonight, along with Kevin Payne, we'll be bringing you all the action from Salina, Kansas, where your Panthers will be taking on the Salina Central Mustangs. Well, Doyle, you know, it's a pleasure to be in Salina tonight. We haven't been here for a couple of years. You know, i got to say, the first thing we noticed is for years we came up here and the old press box had green curtains that separated us from the coaches and it was it was just an unbelievable scene we walk up here tonight and, uh press box they've done it right here in salina we've got uh, elevators that brought us up uh, air conditioning i mean it is a beautiful facility here and uh, uh, we're looking forward to derby doing something similar here next year but this is a, a great place to be tonight yeah it's really good and uh, salina central brings in a team that they lost last week uh, in, a, in a squeaker but uh, they'll bring a competitive team to the to the field tonight. Well, in that loss last week, uh, Central had 254 total yards of offense. Well, just 42 on the ground, 212 of that in the air. That was uh, led by quarterback Jackson Cavanaugh, six 185-pound uh, senior. Well, he's another guy that it seems like uh, Cavanaugh has been here forever. Yeah, he he's he's started here quite a bit for Central, and I believe he's got a little brother that's going to be so that Cavanaugh name is going to be here for a while. Now, running back is uh, Cooper Chard, a 5'10", 170-pounder. Last week, he rushed for 133 yards on 21 carries. Well, we were just saying, uh, they had a, I think his name was Talon Peters that was here for, again, and one of those guys, he seemed like he was a fifth-year senior that was never going to go away, but he was also one of the one of the better running backs we've seen. Yes, there's no doubt about that. And uh, But he's gone now, and <laughs> we don't have to deal with him anymore. Well, offensive line... Uh, what a difference a week makes. Last week we were talking about everyone weighing 285, 300 pounds. 
This week, these guys are big. Evan Bishop at 5'10", 210. Houston Griffiths at 6'2", 230. Kobe Saunders, 6'4", 290. Matthew Glenn, 6'4", 290. So, again, not not anywhere in the size that we're going to have to deal with that we did last week. Oh, no, these guys, there's a couple of guys under 250 pounds. I don't think there was anybody from Garden City that was under 250 last week. So, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be easier for our defensive front five. Well, if, there, if there's a, a unit that uh, is more experienced, it's going to be their defense. They returned seven starters from last year. That was a defense that still allowed 26 points per game. As everyone knows, Derby really kind of ran away with Salina Central last year. But, uh, you know, they, the, the Mustangs went from a, an 0-9 season to a 7-3 season. High expectations coming into this year. So, you know, they, again, if there's a solid group, it's going to be that defensive unit. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, Coach Sambo, he's in his second year here, and uh, you know uh, he's brought the spread. So there's going to be a lot of a lot of balls flying around in uh, Salina Stadium, without doubt. Uh, Doyle, you want to go ahead and get into the uh, starting lineups for tonight's ball game? We're a couple minutes away from tonight's ball game, and uh, we'll just get into the starting lineups. First for Derby on offense, senior Alex Kahn, six six two eighty, sophomore. Jonas Bickert, 6'1", 285. Senior Kevin Washington, 5'11", 300. Senior Philip Eisenhower, 6'4", 280. And sophomore Alex Key at 6'1", 225. You tied in as senior Jacob Karsak at 6'2", 205. One wide receiver, senior Kavion Walker, 6'3", 220. Junior Davin Sims, 6'1", 180. And senior Aaron Larson, 5'11", 170. Running back this for, to start this game is senior Trey Washington, 5'10", 195, and the quarterback is senior Grad Adler at 6'3", 190. Also seeing lots of action will be Lim Wash and Reed Liston's li- Liston likely at the wide receiver positions. Now for the defense, the defensive line is senior Daniel Archer, 6'2", 230, senior Tyler Dorsey, 6'2", 245, and senior Seth Smith, 5'11", 195. Outside linebackers, junior Luke Stewart, 5'11", 190. Junior Colson Searing, 6'1", 200. Inside linebackers, senior Taven Morrison, 5'10", 185. Junior Jack Heilman, 5'9", 185. Your corners are senior Terry Ginyard, 5'9", 155. And senior Brecken Couser, 5'10", 170. Safeties are junior Tanner Knox, 5'11", 175. And senior... Liddell Clemens at 6'1", 180. Also see an action on the defensive side of the ball as, as fill-ins, kind of a rotation, will be Amare Ramirez in the back four. Jared Knoll, he'll probably sub in at the uh, linebacker spots, and Tyler Allen will, will spell the uh, starting uh, front three. So those are your starting lineup for tonight's ball game, and uh, Panthers are on the field right now, and, and uh, they're waiting for the coin toss. Salina has yet to come out onto the field. Well, and again, this uh, it looks like they're down there in the big inflatable uh, football helmet waiting to come out. Yeah, just a nice facility here, the uh, the press box anyway. I think a lot of the stadium stayed the same, but this is a stadium that uh, both Salina Central and uh, Salina South both use. I think the youth football program does. Up until a few years ago, the college used this as well. So, you know, it's a, a field that gets a lot of use. Well, again, contrast of temperatures. I think last week we got up in the stands. We're facing the west. Temperature was like 95 degrees. Tonight uh, at kickoff, they're saying it's supposed to be around 81 degrees with a south-southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. And 
Uh, you know, at the game end, we should be in the in the mid to low seventies. Yeah. Well, while we got a second here, let's give some results from last week's uh, schedules. Uh, Derby obviously beat Garden City. 48-19. Eisenhower defeated these Salina Central Mustangs 21-14. Bueller 34, Newton 14. Northwest 21, Bishop Carroll 17. McPherson 29, Salina South 17. Wichita West 38, Hutchinson 14. Dodge City 34, Campus 12. And Mays shut out Valley Center 47-0. Uh, now games in the ABCTL Division 1 and teams that are on our schedules for tonight. Salina South, they're 0-1. They're at Dodge City, 1-0. Newton, 0-1. They're at Campus, also 0-1. And Wichita Heights plays Bishop Carroll, both teams 0-1. Hutch travels to Mays. Mays, 1-0, and Hutch is 0-1. And that's the action AVCTL Division One, along with uh, the guy, Bishop Carroll schedule because they're on our, on our schedule. Well, this is a uh, Salina Central unit that I was just glancing through some things. There's some guys that uh, played at Central that are uh, pretty impressive when you think about it. Uh, you know, Probably our most notable one that we remember is Jake Sharp, uh, who went on to play at the University of Kansas and was an incredible athlete. But uh, you, go, you go back to a guy named Terrence Newman, and I think about everyone remembers him as an All-American at K-State. Uh, was picked in the uh, number fifth overall in the 2003 NFL Draft uh, Played 15 years in the NFL with the Cowboys, Bengals, and Vikings. So a couple of big names here uh, that have played at Salina Central. Yes, uh, they they went had a run back in the uh, early 2000s, maybe the late uh, 1990s, where they were just they were this supreme 5A program around here. And, uh, uh, they haven't fell off much, but they've come on a little bit of hard times the last four or five years. You know, Doyle, I think of uh, Jake Sharp and the years we watched him, and then there was a guy named Logan Watkins that uh, is in double-A baseball right now that played at Goddard, probably two of the finest uh, high school athletes that uh, over the years that we've watched play that, would, that could do anything. Yeah, they were pure athletes. It didn't matter where you put them. That they would they would take advantage of it and and do well and uh, you're right they're probably is two of the better athletes we've seen in the many years we've been watching high school football. Panthers are uh, out in the middle of the field. The captains it looks like Larson, Washington, Smith, and Adler are the Panther captains. They've had the coin toss. We haven't seen. Who won the toss? The game's starting a little bit late. I, I don't know. It's supposed to start at 7. Looks like Salina won the toss, and they they deferred, and they'll be kicking off to start the ball game. So Panthers are going to be defending, it looks like, the north goal, and uh, they'll be getting the football to start. And I think everybody, you know, this is, again, a Salina Central team that, you know, preseason hype was that uh, they were kind of picked number two in the in the league, and they were going to do all these things. Again, team that came off a couple of zero and nine seasons, and then had a seven and three breakout last year. So we'll see uh, exactly what uh, Coach Sambo has to offer here in his second season against Derby tonight. Well, I'm thinking it it could be, uh, like I said earlier, it could be a fairly long game. It depends on how much throwing we're going to do, but we know that Salina's good. They're spread offense. They're they're going to test our uh, linebackers and our uh, D backs tonight. Well, again, you're you're talking about a a team that was predominantly passed last week. uh, You know, so we we expect it, as you said, with this new spread offense they're running, we expect it to 
possibly be a long game. Yeah, and it could be. Uh, kicking off for Salina, we're finally getting to that part of it. That's what we all came here to see. Looks like Cray True is kicking off, and there's a name out of the past. There's been a few Trues go through Salina, uh, and uh, this is a little brother of one of them. They've all been good athletes, and Cray is going to be kicking off. He's a senior, 5'11", 160, back deep for the Panthers. Looks like Washington on the near side, and Ginyard on the far side. We're about ready to go here. And as he approaches, high end over end is going to come down to Washington at about the 13. He fumbles a little bit, picks it up, gets a big hole, got a couple of guys to beat, stumbles some, gets out to midfield. If he don't stumble, he might go all the way. Yeah, Trey kind of bobbled the ball when he picked it up. And uh, once he did, he found a seam along the sideline. And I was about ready to say Trey's probably going to take this to the house. Just kind of had a little bit of stumble and – it allows Salina Central to catch up. Still great field position. The ball rests just over the 50-yard line. Great job by our uh, special teams. They blocked that kickoff very well. Adler's your quarterback. We're waiting on Trey Washington. His shoe came untied. That might be why he tripped up because he was sure looked like he was going to carry that thing to the house. He's got his shoe tied. He'll be in the backfield along with Grant Adler. And Adler had a big game uh, last week with uh, over 170 yards rushing. And we've got a penalty marker on the first play. That usually means, well, it looks like it's going to be on Salina. They must have lined up in the neutral zone. So that's going to be a five-yard penalty. It's going to take it down to the Salina 40, looks like 44-yard line, where it'll be first and five for the Panthers. Panthers had a big, big line splits that time, and uh, that makes for a pretty big hole. Back to pass goes Adler. Got a man in the flat. Larson knocked down hard at about the 34-yard line. Well, Derby comes out throwing the football right off the start. And, and you can see Larson was wide open out in the flats. And Kavion Walker had broken down on a post route. He was wide open as well. So Derby takes it to the air on the first play. Panthers in a hurry up. You give it this time to Washington. He gets maybe a yard, yard and a half. He stopped uh, pretty quickly, tries to take the ball off left tackle on a designed run. Well, they give him, they give him two, so it's going to be second down and eight for the Panthers. Just starting, no score. Just over 11 minutes left, first quarter. Again, Washington, he slipped this time. He still drives his way out past the 30 down to about the 27. You know, Trey just kind of slipped, and uh, he said he turned his back, kept his legs churning, and uh, – was able to pick up. They're going to act. Actually, they're going to stop him uh, way back. So I thought he was going to give him forward progress. But instead, maybe his knee hit the ground. He lost the yards. Third and nine. Back to pass goes Adler. Pump fake. Now he's rolling to the near side. Got a man open. Karzak. Touchdown Panthers. Well, and in the backfield, if you look over on the other side, Kavion Walker was standing in the end zone. No one around him. Adler kind of scrambles, gets out of trouble. Looks downfield and, and finds Carsack again all alone. He just had to make a, a toss out there. Panthers make that uh, play look pretty easy. Yeah, it was a pretty easy toss by Adler, and uh, uh, Carsack was just wide open. I mean, you can't you can't give you can't give Adler that much time. Somebody's going to get open and he'll hit him. Extra point attempt. 
by Simmons. Everything looks good. We'll see what the officials say, and they agree. So with uh, 10.38 left in the first quarter, Panthers uh, strike first and are ahead 7-0. And really, Kevin, that one that one didn't look to be too difficult for the Panthers. Well, it, it looked like Slida Central is going to have to be able to cover our receivers. And you look at the mismatch, I mean, height-wise, Panthers have a huge advantage over these guys. They're, they're not very tall. You know, the rumor is they're pretty athletic, but we got some big guys out there at Carsack and Walker. You know, Larson's not a small guy. You know, if you got guys out there 5'9 trying to guard them, it could be a long night. And as I mentioned, I've seen two plays that KB on Walker was just left alone. I mean, he just blew by the defender. And, and you know, you give Grant Adler time to scramble and down there, he's got the arm. He's going to find someone open downfield. Well, what I liked about that last play, Kevin, was uh, it appeared that Adler was, he kept his eyes downfield. He really didn't look like he was going to run, but he kept his eyes downfield. He had enough time in the back backfield there to find that open man. He hooked in on Karzak, and Karzak made the catch and the touchdown. Well, what, the, what these linebackers and D-backs have to be cognizant of is you got Grant Adler, and they, if they watched tape last week, he's going to run the football. So, you know, they're sitting there playing a little, you know, sitting back on their heels going, do I come up and pursue or do I go back with my guy and, Really, these first couple plays, they've come up uh, thinking Adler's going to tuck the ball. They forgot about some wide-open receivers. Well, Adler will be kicking off. I, I really can't see the number of the Salina. Uh, yeah, I've got him now. Back deep is Gage Prester. It's going to be a short kick, taken at about the 20, 25, still on his feet, gets out to about the 27 or 28. It was not Prester. It was looks like it was... Logan Higley, one of their better receivers. Now, Derby had a, had a guy downfield that could have really blown up that play. Unfortunately, we missed a tackle and uh, looked like maybe uh, he was going to get away with something. But uh, a lot of green helmets, I think. Uh, uh, Reed Liston was one of the guys in on the stop, but uh, green helmets uh, prevailed. It'll be first and 10 from the 27. Panthers lead 7 0. We got 10 30 to go in the first quarter. Kavanaugh on a keeper. He's just hit. Behind the line of scrimmage, it looked like Noel on the play. I think Noel made the tackle. Derby's in their, in their whites tonight. They've got the white pants, white jerseys, and kind of a, a different color green helmet. It's a shiny uh, Kelly green, I guess, uh, helmet, uh, sharp-looking uniforms. Second down and 11. Lost a yard on first down. Salina had still's motion. They pitched it to the motion man. He gets lit up at about the original line of scrimmage. Looked like uh, Seth Smith on the tackle. Seth Smith and uh, Tanner Knox uh, both came in and made that stop for the Panthers. Good third and short. Third down and uh, about nine. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Got pressure on him. Hits the man up short. Immediately hit by a swarming Panther defense. Well, and I'll tell you what, Noel, this is uh, – they kept him in bounds, so the clock's going to continue to run. But, you know, as we said last week, if there was a question at all, people were saying, graduated all these guys off the defense, what are you going to have? Boy, they played well last week, and so far the Panthers came out to start this ball game very aggressive. Fourth down and eight, and uh, it looks to me like I don't. there, there shouldn't be any decision here about whether they're going to uh, punt or not. Now they bring the punt team on the field. And, uh, you know, Dole, that, that previous play said, Smith did a great job of just stringing the play out. He played off, and 
and kept his feet, reached his hands in. About the same time he was getting his hands on, Knox came flying in. Just uh, good good defense uh, by, by Derby. Colzow is back to punt. He hits a pretty high spiral, goes over the head of Washington and out of bounds inside the 25. So that's where the Panthers will have it, leading 7-0 with 8.47 left in the first. That was uh, one of those line drive spiral punts. It didn't, didn't get very much height. And he kicked a nice tight spiral and just kind of sailed over Washington's head. Fortunately for the Panthers, uh, if that ball doesn't take a bounce, go out of bounds, it's going to bounce a long ways. First and 10 for Derby. Again, they're inside their own 25. They lead 7-0 on about the 24-yard line. Adler's the quarterback. Washington's in the backfield. Wideouts, two wideouts to each side of the field. Large line splits. Adler on a keeper pitches it to Washington. Big hole outside to about the 36. As you said, Derby was spread out. I mean, on this near side, they had, uh, I think it was Sims and Carsack, and, and we had really spread out the slide and central group. And uh, yeah, make that with a team this fast, that's a lot of field to cover. First and 10 Panthers back to Pascoe's Adler. Got a guy over the middle. Kavion Walker. Complete 20, 10, touchdown Panthers. Well, no, well, that's what I was saying all night. I mean, you know, it's an early in the ball game, but Kavian Walker on three routes has not had anyone around him. He was so wide open on that play. All Adler had to do is look out and say, hey, I'll toss it to you. You make the catch over your shoulders. It's an easy six for Derby. Yeah, Panthers uh, have had a couple of touchdowns here that were really relatively easy for them. And, uh, you know, that was, gosh, that Kavian Walker was wide open. He he was wide open. Adler did what he was supposed to do, hit him in stride. Extra point attempt by Simmons coming up. Good snap, good hold. And it is good. So with 8.22 left, the Panthers extend their lead to 14-0. And, uh, you know, Kevin, last year we put it on these guys 63 to nothing. But, uh, you know, I kind of thought they might have been a little more competitive this year, at least everything I read. But so far, the Panthers have had their way with them. Uh, you know, you come out. I said, you know, we're we're uh, not even four minutes into this ball game, and Panthers have a, a two touchdown lead. You know, Derby. You know, they're finding guys open downfield. I think that you know, Slime Central right now is respecting the run so much that that, that they're they're worried about it. But you, again, with this weapons that we have on this team, you can't forget about guys like Carsack and Walker and Sims and Larson. I mean, it just goes on and on. And uh, you know, I don't. I, I guarantee you. Coach Sambo didn't, didn't plan on coming down to have a derby come down tonight and put up scores this quick. Well, I, I think uh, Salina l- watched the tape of the Panthers last week and, because they pretty much shut Adler off on that little cut up the field he did it against Garden City. They shut that off, but, you know, the outside guy's getting open. So it, it's, you know, the Panthers are adjusting to what they're doing. They lead th- 14-0 with 8.22 to go in the first. Again, back deep is it's like Cage Prester. He's standing on about his own five-yard line. High end over end is going to come down at about the 12 to Higley. He's going to get dropped at about the 21 or 22-yard line. A whole bunch of Panthers are getting up off that ball. 
looks like Searing, Smith, Knox. I mean, that was more typical of a Panther kickoff team. We had a lot of guys converge on that uh, on that play. Last guy up was uh, Heilman. And, uh, but the, like you said, he was just one of several no, Panthers. There, there was a lot the of green helmets around the football. That's what you want to see. First and 10 from the 23-yard line. Panthers lead in this one, 14-0. Just, just over eight minutes left. Looks like we might have an injured player. We've got a player coming off the field fairly slowly. It's Quentin Stewart. He's their six foot three, 225-pound tight end. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, the real deal, too. He's, I believe, committed to Oklahoma State already. And, you know, good-looking kid. We sure hope he can get back in the, in the ballgame. Well, he certainly look physically. He, he's got it. He's big, big young man. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Now he's being rushed, pressured. Now he pulls it down and runs, picks up probably, I don't know, three yards on first down. It was finally brought down by Luke Stewart. He kind of looked downfield. He had time. He just uh, had pretty good coverage. We got a Stewart's trying to get back on the field. Uh, I don't know if he's able to. I, I don't know what the issue is. You know, I, he's kind of messing around with his, his knee pads. And, you know, there's a couple things that can stop you in, in high school. And one could be uh, blood. I mean, it, it, but they sure they sure made him come back off. I don't be, see any official. I don't see anyone trying to clean anything up or, or anything, so I don't know. We'll wait and see. Well, he picked up four on first down, so it's going to be second down and six. A quick pass over the middle, not caught. It was intended for Dakota Hogan. Yeah, we had a, you know, and, and that's interesting. This line, it did have a receiver that had broken open downfield. So something that uh, the coaching staff's going to have to keep an eye on on the play. Oh, that quick hitter. You see that an awful lot on against an aggressive defense. Third and six. Panthers, a little bit of a screen pass that just falls incomplete. Panthers, he threw it a little bit quicker than I think he wanted to. Yeah, you know, again, those are kind of that brush block situation. You're going to. You're just going to kind of brush that guy and let him come back. And uh, Kavanaugh didn't have any time. I mean, he, he came back. We were on him so hard. Our linebackers stayed where they were supposed to be. I think everyone read screen, and uh, he had to dump it off. Nowhere to go. 7.32 left. Panthers lead 14-0. Salina will be punting. And back deep for Derby, standing on about their own 30 at their own 32, 33-yard lines will be Ginyard on the near side, Washington on the far side. A couple of dangerous punt returners. Low snap, handled nicely by the punter. Takes a Salina bounce inside the 35, down to just right around the 30-yard line. That's where the Panthers will have it to start this possession. They lead 14-0. We're not even halfway through the first quarter. Now, Slyah Central was very lucky on that play because the ball was snapped on the ground. They were able to keep their composure, get the ball off, and uh, they, they got a very nice bounce. First and ten, Panthers. Adler's the quarterback. Washington's in the backfield with him. Karzak and Sims are on the near side. Walker and Larson far side. Back to pass goes Adler. He's looking downfield. Got a wide open. Sims caught. 
at about the 38-yard line. Yeah, and Doyle, it's going to be a long night for Slime Central if they can't get some, some guys around our, uh, our our receivers. That time, Sims, you know, I think he, he was kind of waiting on the ball. He came back and, and got it uh, wide open. Slime Central has a guy downfield about the 20 that's uh, injured. So we're going to have a little bit of stoppage here uh, for him. He never came back up the field. But, you know, Doyle, you, you look down, and we're, we're running a lot of post routes. We had guys just flying down the field. It, it's They're just wide open. Well, and, again, that was another example of uh, uh, Adler not getting in a hurry and just kind of surveying the field. You could see you could see looking all over the field. He finally finds Sims, who doesn't have anybody within, what, five, six yards of him? And uh, uh, just – it was a, a completion. I think uh, Grant is four for four, maybe five for five, something like that. I, I don't think he's had an incomplete. But well, I think that I think that was the, the old uh, fly ride. Everybody's going. I mean, everybody just took off. And, and you know, you kind of take your uh, take your shot. They forgot all about Sims. Uh, good to see the slide a central player up. Uh, he is hobbled a little bit. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Biddles Automotive, Derby Recreation Center, Derby Plaza Theaters, Derby Public Library, D&B Service Center, and Shelton Collision Repair. First and 10 Panthers on the 38-yard line. They lead 14-0. They gave it to Lim oh. Wash. On I think reverse. They, well, they're going to get. I thought Lim was down, but they're going to. Uh, he the play was blown up, and Lim put the ball on the ground. So Salina Central gets uh, first turnover of the night. Yeah, they're, they're, somebody missed a block, I believe, uh, for the Panthers. But uh, Lim didn't. He really didn't have a chance. And, and I'm with you. I thought he was on the ground before the ball came loose, but we don't have as good a view as the officials do. So. Salina's going to have it first and 10 on their own 44-yard line. Now we get Stewart's finally getting to come back into the ball game. The big tight end. He's in the slot on the far side. Three wideouts to the near side. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. A little bit of pressure. Got a man out in the flat open. Hit immediately by Heilman. He did pick up probably six, seven yards. That was a, that was a nicely run play by Salinas Central. Again, you know the, what what works against an aggressive defense sometimes are those quick hitters. And, uh, that was just a four or five yard shot. And he was able to gain another five. Second two back to pass goes Cavanaugh. Just a quick hitter out in the flat. That was a completion out there to Jackson. Now Jackson's a good looking kid as well. 6'2", 180-pounder, and he's the guy that was open downfield early in the ballgame. I'm going to predict the Panthers are going to have a pick six on that play before the night's game. It's a, it's a dangerous pass play, but, uh, yeah, they'll have to step in front of one of those. Rolling out to the far sides, Kavanaugh gets hit right as he's thrown it by Heilman, and it, it, you know, it just went kind of fluttered out incomplete. Yeah, that's the second time tonight I've seen the Panthers do a really good job of Stringing plays out, staying staying in composure, and then shooting in the gap and trying to make the tackle. Uh, good good coverage out there by Searing on the on the flat too. Second down and ten from the Panther forty two. Again, this this uh, drive started on the Salina forty four after a turnover by the Panthers. Panthers lead fourteen zero. 
Again, backside sacked by Stewart. Now, Stewart came in from the backside, and they just forgot about him. Just showed a great angle of pursuit and just nailed Kavanaugh from behind. Nice play by the Panthers. Kavanaugh had only taken about three steps when Stewart had caught up with him. So, so it's going to be a big loss on the play. It's going to be third down and well, it looks like third down to 17, maybe 18 yards to go. They're all the way back on their on the Panther 49. The line to gain is the 32-yard line. So yeah, that's one of those plays that either either the the back in the backfield or or the tackle has to pick him up, and no one picked up Stewart. He just had a great angle of pursuit. 5:40 left in the first quarter. Panthers lead 14-0. Third down 17. Back to pass goes Cavanaugh. Straight drop. A lot of pressure by the Panthers. Got away from two or three Panthers. Now he's running to the far side. He get, takes it out of bounds. He's going to be about 10 yards short of the first down. Yeah, he was very, very lucky. Panthers are getting into the backfield quickly. That time, uh, Kavanaugh did a great job at just eluding the uh, green helmets and, and making something out of what could have been disaster. I believe they're, they're probably looking like they're going to go for it on fourth and 10. Well, it looks like it's fourth and 11 now. Again, the line to gain is the 32-yard line of the Panthers. The ball's setting on about the 40, 43. So it's fourth down and long. And Panthers are going to give them five. Yeah, those are those penalties that are frustrating to a coach because that was our nose that uh, came across on the first hard count, gave them five free yards. That makes uh, the fourth down play just a little bit easier. And it's now fourth and six. Again, the success that uh, Salina Central's had has been kind of that quick hitter, that uh, kind of five and out, and uh, you know they—they—that's where they're going tonight. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Got a man over the middle, caught, brought down inside the five by Knox. You know, I, I was just getting ready to say I watched him come across the middle, saw him break open, and he was wide open. That's uh, one of the things that we talk about sometimes. You get an aggressive defense, you start playing the run, and uh, that time we kind of forgot about him, and he uh, got a nice pitch and catch. That's their number one receiver, Higley. Kavanaugh on a keeper. He's going to get maybe back to the line of scrimmage, tackled by about the whole defense of the Panthers. Yeah, that was by far the nicest play that uh, Central's run tonight. And uh, Again, he shows Kavanaugh, which we knew from last year. Kavanaugh's got a good arm. Well, he, he gunned it into Higley, and Higley made a good catch. That was just a good pitch and catch by those guys. Second goal from about, looks like about the three-yard line. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Being pressured, he just got rid of the football, which was probably not any too soon. Uh, he had several guys all over him again. Uh, looked like uh, we had Dorsey back there that time. We had... Uh, Luke Stewart back here. I mean, we had several guys breathing down his neck, and you're right. He just did the right thing, got outside the tackles, and just kind of threw the ball away. Going to be third down and goal. Ball is on the three. Panthers lead 14-0. We're just over four minutes left in the first quarter. A lot of action for the first quarter. Again, fourth, third down, and three. Just a pass over the middle is incomplete. No penalty markers. It's going to be fourth down now. It was intended for Higley. I'll tell you, you know, we had good coverage in the secondary, but once again, I mean, he, Kavanaugh just doesn't have any time. We've got Panthers in the backfield. He's half. He has no choice, but 
get rid of the ball very quickly. Yeah, he's got to he's got to get rid of it. He can't he can't stand there and try to stare anybody down because he won't have time. So it's now fourth down. Panthers lead 14-0, and it looks like they're going to go for it. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh, looking. It looks like it was. I don't. As I say, I don't. I don't think he got in in the end zone. I think he's just shy, and it was a nice catch. It was right over the middle. But Panthers have a tremendous defensive stand. The ball should be on about the. I mean, it's close. It it looks like it's going to be on the half yard line. But nice defensive uh, stand by the Panthers. Yeah, it is about the half-yard line. It didn't look like he got in the end zone in real time, and I kept looking for an official to, to say touchdown, but none did. So yeah, I was Panthers... kind of watching the far linesman, and I immediately saw him crossing his arms, and I thought, man, we, we did a good job. So nice, probably the nice defensive uh, series the Panthers have had as far as at least uh, opportunities for the other team. Well, yeah, you got season. first and goal from the three, and, and they don't score. That's, that's, that's a big boost for the defense. Why? Wow. Washington in motion, back to pass, goes Adler over a wide-open Karzak, 30, 35, 40. And there he's down at about the 40-yard line, so that was a 39-yard gain on first down. Yeah, that just answered things so quickly. You got the ball in your half-yard line. Coach Clark shows the confidence in Grant Adler. You know, very few coaches are going to throw out of your end zone in that situation. And uh, again, Karzak's wide open. Adler hooks up with him. First and 10. Washington straight up the middle. Makes a couple guys miss. Still on his feet. Down to about the 37-yard line of Salina. That's how you bounce back. That's how you answer your defense. You know, your offense puts the ball on the ground. Defense comes out, makes a statement. Offense goes, hey, give me the ball back. We don't like how that last one ended. So, Panthers, two plays were back uh, across midfield. First and 10 from the 37. Panthers lead 14-0 with 3.40 left in the first quarter. Back to pass, rolling to the near side is Adler, looking downfield. Now he's going to get hit and dropped for probably about a seven- or eight-yard loss on first down. Yeah, Salina Central did a better job that time of guard, guys. Sims looked like he kind of slipped back open in the middle, but uh, you know I don't think Grant could see him, so uh, he takes a loss on the play. Yeah, he was rolling to the near side, and, and the guy was breaking, breaking loose on his backside, so he probably, like you said, he probably just never saw him. Anyway, it's going to be second down at about 18. Back to pass. Adler is a screen to Sims. Just a little inside flanker screen. He gets back almost to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, Derby so far, I mean, they've put the ball in the, uh, in the air a lot. They really haven't tried to run them up that much. Last week we saw a lot of option out of Adler. And, uh, you know, Garden City, as we said, bid on Washington, and it opened up Adler for a huge game. Third and 11, Adler on a keeper. Gets down to about the 35. It's going to be fourth down and fourth down and eight. And, it, you know, there's probably people say, hey, it's decision time for Coach Clark. I, I don't think there's a whole lot of decision. I think fourth down and eight, ball's resting on your opponent's 35. They're going to go for it. And I see what you're looking at. Kevin Washington, our big center, gets up. Hey, he's, he was kind of hobbled, but he uh, – He's still hobbling a little bit, but uh, he's getting off the field on his own. So he's a, he's a, one of those guys we don't want to have out. Dylan Kahn's coming in to replace him. He's a sophomore, 6'1", 285. And, and yeah, he's he's the offensive guy. He, he tells the line what to do. 
Fourth down and eight for the Panthers. They lead 14-0. There's just over two minutes left in the first quarter. This drive started on about the half-yard line. They're now on the 35 of Salina. Adler on a keeper, pitches it out to Washington, makes a couple guys miss, first down and more. Inside the 10, <laughs> touchdown Panthers. Well, there's the option play. Adler Adler did his job, held the ball to the last second, pitched it out to Washington. Washington hits the edge, and, and you know, about the 10-yard line, he gave a nice little stutter move, let the slide of central go go by him. Marches it in, so Derby makes that one look easy. Yeah, the slider guy had a bead on him, it looked like, but he made a little stutter step move, like you said, and he kind of flew by him, and he just kind of trotted into the end zone. Simmons on again for the extra point. Good snap. Good hold. And the kick is good. So with 142 left in the first, Panthers extend their First quarter lead to 21-0. Well, and if you're slide of central, how much air did that lose out of the sale? I mean, you know, you have an opportunity. You get down inside the, the three-yard line. You can't punch it in. A derby turns around four or five plays later. They're back in your end zone. So, you know, it's got to be a huge uh, momentum swing for those guys. Yeah, that that kind of took a little bit of the wind out of their sails, I would think, because, you know, like you said, First and goal from the three, they don't get in, and then we go 99 and a half yards, and, uh, you know, it's uh, a score for us. So that was, I guess you could say, that was probably a 14-point swing in our favor. Uh, just as a reminder, if any of you have friends and family out there that missed the game tonight or, you you know, you know someone that wants to hear it, you can hear this game in its entirety on uh, Panther Part Podcast. It's able, available through a Live 105kdkq.com. Or on Spotify, enter a live 105. Again, nice thing for uh, people to listen to this ball game. You know, tomorrow when you have time and, and you turn the Nebraska game off, you can listen to the Panthers. I'm not turning the Nebraska game off. Adler to kick off. Panthers lead 21-0. Nice high end over end. It's going to come down at about the 8-yard line. Gets knocked out of bounds close to the 20 that. That's uh, Gates Prester for Salina. Mike Cooser's the guy that had him uh, over on the sideline to get him out. Joel, again, this defense, you know, if there was any question about how these guys were going to play so far, they're, they, they're showing short of one uh, one reception that got downfield. These guys have been very aggressive. Yeah, and, and, and again, we talked about this last week during the broadcast. That was the big question around Derby for the preseason. What's the defense going to do? Well, so far they've answered the bell. I know, you know they're going to get better every week. It's early in the season, but so far they've answered the bell. Handoff straight up the middle. Gets hit after about a two, maybe a three-yard gain. This is a team that uh, I believe last week netted about 42 yards. They had a lot of sacks that brought things down, but uh, not a not a high-power rushing team. A little bit of a quick screen out in the flat. Panthers eat that, that one up. There's going to be a penalty marker on the play, but the Panthers, very little game. Well, you got to think where that was at. It's got to be a hold. There wasn't a whole lot of Panthers. Uh, you know, that I, I, you know you never know. There could be a, something odd, but there was a several slide of central guys out there, and that's that's what's going to be a hold. But, man, you got to get that, that defensive front a, a, a good grade on that play. They held things in check. They throw the ball out there, and, you know, we have several Panthers. Tanner Knox ended up with the football in his hands a little bit late, but uh, 
you know, good, good, good pursuit by the Panthers. Penalty moves the ball back to the 14. Going to be second down. Panthers lead 21 nothing. There's just over a minute to go. We're just in the first quarter. Salina has it. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. He's being rushed and he's going to be stopped. Seth Smith in on the play. And again, you know, you look up and uh, Seth had done a great job that time, a fight through his guys. He got all his hands on Kavanaugh, a big loss against uh, you know, Penn Salina Central back uh, deep in their own territory. The ball's down about the seven yard line. It's uh, third and a half a mile for Salina. They got to get all the way out to the 31 yard line, and they just jumped offside. That's going to move it probably half the distance to the goal, or at least for sure five yards. But we'll wait and see. Yeah, it's just not a whole lot going Salina Central's way tonight. Uh, you know, the sack didn't help anything. Then you get a five yard penalty against you. You're looking now at third and a mile. It's third down and quite a quite a ways. Again, they've got to get out to the 31 yard line. That's the line to gain. It's third down and long, very long for the Mustangs. Back to pass in the end zone. It's Kavanaugh. Throws it over the middle, trying to hit his big tight end, but the Panthers had him covered very well. Yeah, they had him covered very well. The ball was thrown about five yards over his head, so that's going to bring up fourth. And uh, I, I think the scoreboard says it's 23, but it's further than 23. Uh, I, I can't do the math that I can't. There's like about 26, it's 27. A long, it's a long ways. They will punt out of their end zone. Punter's standing back close to the end zone, the back line of the end zone. Remember, if he steps out, it's a safety. And last snap was, was to him on the ground. It's a good snap. Back deep is Washington. Panthers are going to get super field position. Washington feels it on the 30. Gets down to about the 15, maybe inside the 15-yard line as the first quarter ends. Uh, Panthers are going to be ahead 21-0 at the end of the first quarter. This is Panther football on a live 105. We'll be back. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Looking forward to that new movie release? Derby Plaza Theaters, located at 1200 North Nelson Drive, providing seven different screens for your viewing pleasure. Offering matinee and evening view times and their concession menus that can be seen on their website, derbyplazatheaters.com. Derby Plaza Theaters, locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105. First and goal inside the 15. Washington with the carry spins and turns his way into the end zone for a touchdown. Well, if you're Salina Central, you're you're sitting here with the fans and they're going, man, what hit us in the face tonight. You know, you look down there, Washington makes that play look easy. You know, on that other punt, they didn't send any gunners down. They were so deep in their own territory, they just punted trying to, to keep Derby from blocking it. Gives us good field position. Trey Washington makes it look easy. Yeah, it, it was a 
13, 14-yard run for a touchdown by Washington. Panthers up 27-0, and it looks like we might have moved. Anyway, that Salina is saying it should be on Derby. We'll wait and see. Uh, good news, Kevin Washington is back in the ball game, so he was back in on that last play. So you got to see your, your your big guy in. That's uh, that's good news. Well, that moves the ball back to the 15-yard line for the extra point attempt. Simmons is on. The holders, Larson. Should be just a little chip shot for Simmons. And the kick is up, and it's right down the pipe. So with 11.55 left in the half, extend their lead to 28-0, and th- this could be a long night for Salina. And I- I'm with you. They've, they've got to be covering those receivers better, or Adler will just pick them apart. Well, they're going to pick them apart, and then all of a sudden, as we say all the time, you start worrying about those receivers, and as you saw in the last play, pitch the ball out to Trey Washington. He makes a couple of guys miss, takes it in the end zone. There's just too many weapons in this Panther offense. I mean, you know, you, you, you can't just worry about one guy, and uh, this year's probably one of the years that it's been the strongest. Well, while, while we got a minute, uh, tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Alive 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored by, in part by these great local derby businesses. Will Hyde Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Express Water and Hardscapes, Pizza John's, El Paso Animal Hospital, Riverside Cafe of Derby, La Hacienda Mexican Restaurant, Paz Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. We got online listeners again. Chicago, Illinois, Kansas City, Missouri, Fort Worth, Texas, Buffalo, New York. Again, once a Panther, always a Panther. You can listen to these broadcasts anywhere. Adler, it's going to go out of bounds, so Salina's going to get pretty good field position after that kickoff it kind of got shanked a little bit to his left and went out of bounds so unless they uh, make the panthers punt again they should get it first and 10 from 35 you know do we keep looking down there quentin stewart uh, 6'3 228 pound wide receiver for for uh salina central as we said he's an oklahoma state commit man he is just a specimen when you look down he, he was just trotting down the sideline you can see uh, why Oklahoma State's uh, grabbed him up. Yeah, he's a young man. You can probably put another 15, 20 pounds on, and he could be could be quite a tight end in college. You just don't see kids in high school that uh, that height that, that look like him very often. Yes, he's he's a good-looking kid. Panthers have done a good job on him so far tonight. And in its safety is... Uh, Amari Ramirez, straight ahead, maybe a couple of yards or on first down. He was wrestled down pretty quick. I know Tyler Allen was in on the play. There was two or three Panthers, uh, very little running room uh, on first down. Second down, nine and a half. For Salina, they're on their own. Looks like 36-yard line. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Now he pulls it down and starts running. Takes a big hit. 
he kind of ducked his shoulder, tried to run over uh, Noel, and didn't get the job done. You know, Coach Wietrich talked about that a little bit in uh, pregame. He was saying, you know, we got some luxury. I have that we can move around this year. So we've got uh, a guy on defensive line, a linebacker, a nice, nice option to have if you're a defensive coordinator. Panthers jumped into the neutral zone, so they got they got uh, bit with that hard count again. Yeah, not uh, again. You don't want to give up the the freebie in that situation. Seth Smith's back in the game. Yeah, and, and you're right about about that rotation. It looks like he's got a guy to rotate in and let these starters rest at. at uh, uh, Front line linebackers and the and the uh, defensive backs, and that's a great luxury. Third down and about a yard and a half. Kavanaugh, a keeper, finds a bit of a crease, gets out to midfield. That's going to be a, one of the first true first downs for Salina Central tonight. He just took that one up the middle. You know, during the previous play, you know, Kavanaugh had some success, just kind of sitting back in the pocket and letting the you know the pocket kind of came to him. He took a step forward and picked up a couple yards. 10-23 left. Panthers lead 28-0. We're in the second quarter. And, again, Panthers are getting they're getting hit with a hard count. I'm going to have to watch uh, Kavanaugh. He may be ducking his head or moving his body or something because something's drawing those kids off. Yeah, I, I, again, we're an awful aggressive defense. I, I always kind of look down to Coach Wietrich and Coach Clark to see if they're seeing something that's upsetting to them, and I, I think they're upset. I think they're upset at our guys. And that's, I, I believe, the third time tonight we've done that. Well, it's the second time on this possession that we've done that. It's first and five now in Panther territory at about the 45. Back to pass, just a quick pass out in the flat, and it's it's incomplete. And that, that was that... Uh, We'll play that if you're if you're a derby, you got to really watch that. Whether that's a lateral or a forward pass, kids kind of caved in on it and uh, did the right thing. The officials called it uh, incomplete. Second five, again they're just just shy of the Panther uh, forty-five, about the 40, 46 and a half maybe. Looks like Central's having a little bit of a hard time getting their play in. A little confusion. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh, wings it over the middle, just over the head of the big tight end, Stewart. You know, and Stewart, I mean, it tells you what kind of confidence he has. He threw it a triple coverage. We had guys all over Stewart. He went up for the football, and you got a couple guys behind him, one in front of him, and uh, Stewart's just that type of guy that uh, I'm sure these guys have hooked up so many times. Hey, I'll thread the needle and see if you can come down with it. But, Looked uh, like Looked like a linebacker and a couple safeties were, were on him. And uh, like you said, he threw right in the middle of that. And it was incomplete. So it's going to be third and five. Panthers lead 28-0. Clock stopped with 9.45 left in the half. Back to pass again. A little bit of a screen pass. Panthers read it. And hit right at the line to gain. and Falling He's, forward, it's going to be first down yeah. for Salina. He's going to have enough yardage for the first down. That was a nice device play, really, by Salina Central as they uh, are able to move the yardsticks. They're in kind of a hurry-up mode right now. Back to pass. It was Kavanaugh. Got a little man out in the flat. Covered. It's covered out there by the linebacker, Stewart. Yeah, you know, this is the first time in the evening that Salina Central's put together 
a little bit of a drive. I mean, they've had some positive yardage, some nice plays, aided by a couple silly penalties. Yeah, Panthers uh, kicked the football out of bounds, so they started on their own 35. They're down at the Panther, looks like 39, and the Panthers are jumping off sides again. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, I was going to say, we've had uh, that happen a couple times, a third time on this drive tonight, so, you know, I just, I I don't understand it. Uh, That's the second time by the same player uh, on this drive, so, I, again, I I don't know whether it's some if it's a true hard count or if these guys are just so aggressive they're wanting to get after it. Anyway, it's going to be second and five for Salina. Panthers lead 28-0. Back to pass. Kavanaugh, quick pass out in the flat. Going to be a close to the first down. Higley caught it. Well, and give Kavanaugh credit. He's got the arm to do that. We've seen so many quarterbacks in high school that try and hit that quick hitter. They don't have the, the, the arm to do it. He uh, he gets it out very, very strong. And on a keeper, he's going to get hit and thrown for about a two-yard loss. So it's going to be fourth down and about two and a half for Salina. Well, that front defensive line that time, I mean, they were all back here. He tried to go off one side, and it wasn't there. So he, he tried to, to bounce it to the uh, far side. Uh, I think Dorsey and, and, and crew were in wait for him. It'll be fourth down and about two. I'm sure they're looking at the hard count here thinking, man, we've drawn them three times. Let's see if we can get an easy first down here. Panthers lead 28-0. There's just under eight and a half minutes left in the second quarter. Back to pass. A lot of pressure by the Panthers. Sacked at about the 38-yard line by Stewart. Well, Luke Stewart's going to be the guy coming down with the Kavanaugh maybe getting up slow, too. He. He was brought down. Stewart came in from one side, but again, two or three Panthers in the backfield immediately. Eh, there's another one. I mean, you know, you talk about letting the wind out. You can't score when you get the ball inside the three, and then you get down here, you got fourth and one, and you can't you can't convert. Well, Kavanaugh was being helped off the field by his teammates. He came down a little bit funny when he came down, so I'm not surprised he might have tweaked his ankle. But again, I, give, give a, a great defensive call by Coach Wietrich because we had – we had guys all over in the uh, backfield. It's going to be first and 10 Panthers. They lead 28-0 from their own 30, 38-yard line. Adler on a keeper. He's going to get very little yardage on first down. May even the way they're marking it, may have lost a yard. Yeah, you give Slime Central some credit. Uh, I mean, that's one of the plays I guarantee you they watched a lot of film on. It. And, uh, if they've had some success tonight, it has been stopping Mr. Adler on the run. Second down, and uh, we're looking at maybe 11 and a half, 12 yards to go, 7.50 to go in the half. Panthers lead big, 28-0. Back to pass goes Adler, lots of time. Now he pulls it down, takes off running, still surveying the field. He's throwing it up and just out of bounds, so it's going to be a smart play by Adler. And it's going to be third down. Yeah, that's that's where a kid like Adler, you know, uses his head. He gets out, couldn't really find a receiver downfield. Instead of doing something that you, you know, trying to overcompensate, do something you shouldn't. He's got the presence of mind to just chuck it out of bounds. As long as he, as long as he's out of the pocket, I, I believe it's not intentional grounding, and that's that's what he did. He got out of the pocket, just chucked it out of bounds, and again the Panthers live to fight again. So it's going to be third down and. 
11 and a half yards to go with seven and a half minutes left in the half. It's 28-0. Been all derby so far in the ballgame. Back to pass. Adler being pressured. Got tripped up and sacked for a loss. Well, you know, that time Adler was going to, it looked like he'd get flushed from the pocket. He was going to try and get outside on the on the Panther sideline. I think he would have had a lot of room to run, but give a nice play to slide the center, just grabbing him by the ankles and uh, tripped him up. So it's going to bring up the first punt situation for the Panthers tonight. Well, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just was trying to see. It looked like there was a couple Panthers over the middle that were open. Uh, but you know, Grant was running. He didn't have time to. He had, didn't have a chance to see that. Well, the Slide of Central's done a much better job the last series or two of uh, trying to defend this uh, potent Panther offense. First punt of the night for Adler. A little bit of a spiral. Going to hit it about the 35, take a Panther bounce. Probably go out, now I'm going to say inside the 30. And they're going to mark it at about the 29-yard line. So that's where Salina's going to have it uh, first 10. They trail it big and miss 28 nothing. There's still six and a half minutes to go here in the second quarter. Panther defense has uh, risen to the occasion on a couple of different times tonight uh, when it looked like Salina Central was going to put points on the board and then convert on a fourth down. These guys, uh, when their backs are against the wall, they've performed. I can't read the number of the quarterback in there, but it's not uh, it's it's not Kavanaugh. But well, Kavanaugh I, looks uh, like they're down there working on an ankle. That's what it looks like. They hand the ball straight ahead. I thought maybe I might have heard the PA announcer say it was uh, Parker Kavanaugh, his little brother. And I do I do know both Kavanaughs are out there. You know, let, let's hope that uh, the elder Kavanaugh gets back on the field because tremendous athlete. Yeah, very good athlete. That looks like it. It looks like it is Kavanaugh, the backup quarterback. He's a sophomore, 155 pounds, six foot one. However, so he's got some frame to get bigger. Back to pass. Pass was intended out in the flat. It just fell a little bit short. Third down. Yeah, you can you tell that the, the younger Kavanaugh doesn't have that arm that his older brother does trying to get some plays in. It's just different. I mean, you, you get thrown in to practice, you get your reps, but coming out on Friday night, uh, the speed of the game so much quicker. Everything happens. And, uh, you know, they're going to they're gonna regroup and uh, call a different play now. Well, that's exactly what happens. Uh, the game is so much faster on Friday night than it is non-varsity and you just got to get used to it. Back to pass. And it looked like it was intended for Stewart out there, but he went to the inside and the pass went outside, so it's fourth down. Yeah, he was trying to get rid of the ball very quickly. I think it's going to have to bring up a hunting situation. Uh, and, and that's exactly what they're doing. I'm looking down, and they're still kind of working on it. the Elder Kavanaugh's uh, ankle. It looks like maybe they're going to try and get his sock back on. We'll, uh, we'll see how that feels when he gets up and tries to walk on it. Yeah, you don't want anybody to be hurt at, at any level in any game. And uh, hopefully he'll be all right, like you said, could get back into the game. Ginyard and Washington back deep. They're standing inside their 30. 
high kind of a knuckler caught by Ginyard. Still on his feet, gets out to about the Panther 44-yard line. So give, pretty good field position. Yeah, give Terry a lot of credit. He caught that ball in a lot of traffic, and, uh, you know, he uh, he stayed focused. And that's what takes a good punt returner is they got, they got to keep their eyes on the football. And Panthers will start this drive uh, on, on their own side of the 50, but uh, very, very potent Panther offense. First and 10, they lead 28-0, five and a quarter left in the half. Adler is the quarterback. Washington is in the backfield with him. Twin wideouts both sides of the field. Adler pitched straight back to Washington, and he slipped on the turf, went down after about a yard. That's the second or third time we've seen Trey kind of slip out there on the on the turf. And, Doyle, I know the stadium's new. It looks to me like it's new turf, too. And, again, this, I think, all happened a year ago. We didn't come to Salina last year, but uh, nice facility here. And, you get to this time of evening, sometimes these new fields are a little bit slippery. Might be those gold shoes he's got on. <laughs> that was the of... first time Derby was kind of in a pistol situation. We don't do that a whole lot. Rolling to the far sides, Adler. Surveying the field. Got a man open. Caught. Looked like Sims at about the 40-yard line. I'm so glad Grant saw him because I saw him open downfield. I was kind of sitting there, Grant, find him, find him, and he looks downfield, and he finds Sims uh, open for a first down. I believe that's uh, just the second time we've gone to Sims tonight. Yeah. He gunned it into him, and again, he rolls to the near side. Looked like Reed Liston on a nice catch out there, close to the first down marker. Yeah, you had Liston came across. He was wide open, and just at the last second, again, Kavion Walker had broke loose, too, so Starting to get some guys open downfield, and uh, you know, it's uh, got plenty of time with four minutes left uh, here in the first half to put more points on the board. 28-0, Panthers. Rolling out to the far side of the field is Adler. Got a man wide open, Kavion Walker. He slipped and fell. First down, Panthers. Yeah, uh, just you know, you're starting to send some guys deep. We got guys running. Uh, post routes and then you got a guy cut across the middle and you know if you're going to give uh, Grant Adler that much time he's going to pick you apart it rolls to the near side man in the end zone just overthrew his target KV on Walker he was wide open yeah that that's a that's a tough play as a quarterback you know you're rolling out to your to your weak side and you try and throw the ball down and Walker had found himself open in the end zone it was just out of his reach Going to be second down and 10 for the Panthers at the 19-yard line of Salina Central. 3.48 left. Clock stopped with the incompletion. Panthers lead 28-0. Again, just a quick pass out in the flat caught by Sims. Going to be a little short of the first down. They're keeping him in bounds. That's what they're saying. I don't know how how they did that, but uh, they're keeping him in bounds. uh, We've got a player down on the field, and I think it's a card city guy but over on the Derby sideline. It's it's a Salina Central guy. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, he's down on the Derby, Derby sideline, and uh, it looked like to me that there was three Central guys that hit Sims and uh, kind of driv- driv- drove him back. 
and uh, hopefully he'll be up and ready to go. It looks like he's, yeah, he's up and getting off the field under his own power, so I don't think Salina can afford to lose another starter. Katie KQLP looks down on the field. Kavanaugh's got his shoe back on, and he's, he's trying to get mobile, but uh, you could definitely tell that ankle's still bothered. Yeah. But at least I bet we see him next next series for Salina. Yeah, I think he's a tough kid. He's gonna. I'm sure he's gonna try and give it a chance. He's still limping pretty good, though. But he, I'm sure he wants to be out there. <laughs> Third down. Two. Adler with the pitch wide. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow, and, and again, just uh, you don't run the option a whole lot better. Grant kind of stutter stepped. He, he started to cut in the hole. Slide a central bid on him. He pitches it out to Trey Washington. Panthers put another six points up on the board. Now 34-0. That was, like you said, that was, uh, you can write that one up. You can you can teach how to run the option just by watching that little bit of video. Extra point attempt by Simmons. High snap. But it still gets down, and the extra point is good. And all I've been impressed with this young man, I, I understand he was. We talked about it last week. He's a, a kid that was a soccer player. That you, you know, you go, hey man, why don't you come out Friday nights, kick football for us? Uh, you know, it's a big deal. And I, I, he's kicked a lot of extra points. I think he missed cute on one last week in Garden City, but uh, he's uh, he's getting better and better every week. Yeah, he's just a sophomore, and uh, he's kicking. I think tonight, and he. With it seems with a little more confidence than last, you know, first football game, and, but he seems to be kicking with some pretty good, pretty good confidence. Uh, left footed kick. I mean, that's that's interesting too. Three nineteen left. Panthers have extended their lead thirty five zero. We're in the first half. We'll see if Kavanaugh comes back out. I, you know, I, I, I keep looking down there. He's got his helmet off still, and, and one of the coaches talking to him. But you can you can definitely tell that. Uh, if he does come back out, he's not going to be at 100%. He's uh, pleading his case. I could see that. Yeah, I think he is, too. I think he's pleading his case, but it may be falling on deaf ears. And I don't know that they'll want to risk risk him getting hurt for maybe another game or two versus just maybe not getting into this one anymore because the Panther defense is uh, swarming tonight. Adler will be kicking off. Back deep, Gage Prester. High end over end. Adler got a good leg into it. Prester catches it at about the two. Gets a big hole. Still on his feet out to the 40. Gets knocked down just outside the 40-yard line. Yeah, that's uh, one of those things that uh, Panthers take so much pride in these special teams and That'll uh, that'll be one that Coach DeVore, Coach Clark, all of them are going to be going, hey, guys, come on. You know, we, we kicked the ball deep. We had him down. We got a Panther kind of shaking up. I don't know. Is that Ginyard Doyle? He was uh, shaking up a little bit on the kick. Uh, he is uh, back down on the defense. He waves over to the coaches that he's fine. Be first and 10 from the 42-yard line. Kavanaugh, young Kavanaugh, is in at quarterback. Parker Cavanaugh 
he hands off, picked up a couple on first down. Panthers closed in pretty quick at time. Again, the ball game's a little bit different with Parker in the ball game. Doesn't have his older brother's experience. You can tell he's uh, wanting to get rid of the football as quick as he can. I, I do. I think he's just a sophomore. He is. 6-1-155. Panthers lead 35-0. There's 2.35 left in the half. We've got a false start on Salina. That's going to move it back five, so that'll make it second down and 13. Moves the ball back to the Salina 40-yard line. You know, just a difference in how you call the, the, the snap. I mean, these kids are so used to uh, hearing his older brother call it, and he comes into the ballgame as a sophomore, and things just don't, uh, don't go the same way. Second and 13, back to pass goes Cap. A little bit of an inside screen. Panthers smell it out. Get back to the original line of scrimmage. Now, Panthers had, a, had an opportunity that time to, to, to make it even uglier, but uh, very little, very little gain. He got some of the five he lost back, but it's still third and ten. Third down and ten from the 43-yard line. Well, Dole, I don't know if you noticed that last time. Panthers really packed the box on him. I, I mean, they're, they're kind of daring him to, to try and chuck one out. I'm, I'm sure they're they're trying to make him as nervous as possible. Back to pass. Got it out to Stewart, and he dropped it. He was a little bit low, made a good attempt at it. It's going to be fourth down. Yeah, you're going to give Derby the, uh, the ball back here. I, I assume you're going to punt. Maybe not. Uh, it's fourth and ten. Ball's inside your own 50, sitting at about the uh, what 44-yard line. 43. Looks like it's on about the 43 and it's fourth down and ten. Here they and come. Here. I was going to say, I, I think the offensive unit was looking over going, Coach, really? But that's going to give Derby the ball uh, again with uh, a lot of time left on the clock. You know, Ginyard and uh, Washington back deep for the Panthers. Washington standing on about his 25. It's going to be good field position regardless. So it's going to be fielded by Washington at about the 23, and he gets caught reversing his field and gives up a little bit. Yeah, you got to give uh, Slide Central credit on the play. I mean, they were downfield quickly. Weird punts. I mean, this young man, he kicks the ball. They're, they're line drives. They're not, not a lot of height on them, but they're line drives. They've been pretty efficient. Well, uh, Washington, he caught it under duress anyway. There, was, there were several Salina guys bearing down on him. So he did a good job catching the football, and he tried to make a couple of them miss, but uh, you know they had pretty good pursuit that time. First and ten, Panthers from their own 21. They lead 35-0 with a minute 22 to go. Adler pitches it to Washington. First down and more. Trey's finally driven out of bounds, and I'll tell you, Washington, Washington has that speed. I mean, he hits the corner, and he just flies enough for another first down. Ribbon out of bounds, so the clock stops with 114, and, oh, that's a lot of time for this offense. Ball's resting at the 35-yard line, and you're right. It is a lot of lot of time for this offense. First and 10 from there, back to pass goes Adler. 
Now he's rolling to the near side. Got a man, Reed Liston, out of bounds at about the 42. You know, just the patience Adler shows. I mean, Salinas Central's done so much better job of, of covering some of these deep guys. And he just waits. I think it's the second or third time we found Liston just kind of roaming around, and uh, he's got the presence of mind to hit him. Said another one of those weapons. You got the luxury of throwing Reed Liston in the ball game at, at receiver. Second and two. Walker is in motion. Back to pass. Adler, now he's being chased out of the pocket. Takes off running. Midfield. 45. 40. Knocked out of bounds somewhere around the 35-yard line of Salina. Well, you, you know, you look up and they put a little pressure on him. and You see Grant, he looks up there and I think his eyes got as big as basketballs. He looked around the right side. He's like, man, I can run all day long. He picks up huge yardage for the Panthers now deep in uh, in Salina Central Territory. Picked up about 30 on that play. Back to pass goes Adler. Just a little swing pass out the flat. To We're going to hold early. The, ball, the flag came in from the white hat who went right at, uh, at our guy blocking in front of Adler, so I'm sure this one's going to come back. It's going to be... Probably first down and long. It's going to be a hold, I'm sure, on the Panthers, so that'll move it back about 10 yards. It might it might move it far. Well, they're going to take it from the line of scrimmage, so it'll move it back 10 yards. It gets it back to the 45, where it'll be first and 20, with 48 seconds left. Panthers lead 35-0. We're in the second quarter in Salina. This is Panther football on a live 105, your exclusive home for Derby Panther football. Back to pass. The man over the middle, Karzak, going to be close to the first down. Yeah, that was just a nice, quick hitter right across the middle. Finds Karzak open. Uh, Panthers on the move. Uh, still 40 seconds here remaining in the first half. It is a first down. Rolling to the far side. Just out of the outstretched reach of Sims. Yeah, he had Sims uh, about seven, eight yards behind Washington. He kind of had his, had his pick of uh, who he could throw to. That one was just out of his reach, uh, but it does stop the clock. Lim Wash is in the game. This is his first appearance uh, since the uh, fumble. What's that other uh, aspect of the game now? you got to worry about what Lim Wash is going to do with the football. He's low running back. Again, they're in a bit of a pistol formation. It's just a pitch to Wash, who's going to throw the football into the end zone. Incomplete. Nearly picked off. And we saw that last week with Wash. Uh, he's got a heck of a, an arm, and he puts the ball up. I don't think it's price line central. I think the minute they saw Wash, they probably said, hey, you got to keep your eyes on him. Doyle, we're watching him warm up. Man, this kid throws BBs. I mean, yes. He just he, he can throw the football. And that that was about a thirty-five, uh, probably a thirty-yard BB into the end zone. And uh, he he remains in the game. Give Trey Washington a bit of a breather. It's going to be third down and ten. Back to pass. Adler got a lot of time. Now he's rolling to the far side. Got a man trying to hit in the end zone, and it's incomplete. So yeah, you know, Grant Adler on that play, I'm telling you, he just sat in the pocket. 
He got flushed. He never got flustered. He took his time. I mean, you can't say enough for how much patience he has. He still looks down in the end zone and, and, and has a chance to put six points on the board. 13 seconds left. Panthers lead 35-0. They're fourth down, and they're probably going to try to pick up a first down. They still have three timeouts they can use. So there's a lot of time left. I'll see what Coach Clark pulls out. He's got both his running backs in the backfield. Washington, first down and more. Touchdown, Panthers. Nice play call. I mean, they sit limb washed one way, Washington the other. They just waited, found him, and, and, you know, the minute he caught the ball, you kind of thought, man, he's got 15, 20 yards to work with. I had I had my odds on Washington. Another set of points goes up on the board here before half, so Sina Central's got to be uh, a little shell-shocked here tonight. 41-0 with three seconds left here in the first half. Extra point to follow. A little bit of a high snap, but Larson's doing a good job of getting that ball down quickly, and the extra point is good. So Simmons is, uh, I believe, that's six for six, and the Panthers lead 42-0 with three seconds left in the first half. Uh, It's just been all Panthers. Well, as you said on that last play, what do you do? I mean, if you're an opposing defensive coordinator and you look out here and you throw Lem Wash back in the ball game, you got two running backs there, you split them. You send one one way, one the other, and, and the minute that uh, Trey got his hands on the football, you had to like his odds. Yeah, he uh, he kind of weaved through the defense, and uh, I don't know that anybody really got a hand on him because uh, he he used his good running skills. And oh, I'll tell you what, it it is. You know, I just realized this. We're in Salina. Things aren't going well. It is Friday the thirteenth, and you look across the field, you got the full orange moon out here tonight. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe Friday the thirteenth is not a good night for uh, the Mustangs. Well, it must not be. I mean, it, yeah, that big old full moon on Friday the 13th. Gee, strange things happen when there's a full moon. It's a it's a beautiful orange moon out here. Well, Adler will be kicking off. Don't expect a whole lot out of out of sliding here. It's it's three seconds left on the uh, clock. I I think they want to go in and try and regroup. High end over end, it might go out, and it's going to. No, oh, I it, think it might. I have think it's, in. it stayed inside. It hit an open spot, took a good bounce for the Panthers, and it's going to be a touchback. So Salina will have it on their own twenty yard line with three seconds left. And I, I'm with you. I don't know that we'll see a whole lot out on this. Uh, they're going to have to get in and regroup with the new young quarterback. And I'm assuming yes, he's going back into the game, Kavanaugh. So I'm sure it looks like a victory-type formation because I don't think they're going to do much. No, I think that's what it looks like is that uh, they've even put a guy back, clear back to, to kind of a safety position. So they're just going to take a knee and get out of here. Panthers are going to go into halftime leading 42-0. to zero, and, and, you know, with the exception of one possession, uh, they've, they've just absolutely dominated Salina. It's just... It, it hadn't even been close. No, it, it hadn't. And you've seen a tremendous defensive performance out of the Panthers tonight. You see Grant Adler really show some poise sitting in the pocket, finding receivers downfield. You know, it's it's been all green here, and 
you know, if you're if you're slightly central, it started off ugly. I mean, I think it was what two or three plays, and Panthers were on the board. They have an opportunity. They get down to the three yard line. They can't punch it in. They have another opportunity in in Derby territory with a fourth and one, and they can't convert. So. You know, again, the wind kind of comes out of the sail. Now you go in at down forty-two to, to to zero. What do you say to the kids? Well, yeah, that that that's exactly while you were talking. That's exactly what I was thinking. You know, what what do the coaching staffs staff do to get these kids fired up about coming out in the second half? Uh, you know, you're behind six scores, and uh, you know you, you got to do something. I, you've got to try to find something positive these young people so you can build on it and get them back out because you know this is an emotional sport and uh, you know you got to get these guys up and and uh, uh ready to come out and play the second half because uh, that's just what you do you don't you don't expect the kids to come out and be flat so they, they've got their work cut out for them trying to get uh well, and Doyle, i think this is a hall of fame night here tonight at, at sliding it and i don't know if newman's down there i think he is i i mean you got some guys out here the jake sharps that Terrence Newman's uh, guys we were talking about, uh, you know, down on the field tonight. I'm sure those guys are going, man, what's going on here? We don't we don't like coming down and seeing this thing happen. But uh, neat night here in Salina uh, with these guys out on the field. Uh, I, and I, I know there's, it looks like, gosh, what, Doyle, 15, 20 guys being inducted into their hall? Yeah, it's at least that many. I, I'm kind of sitting down there, I, I'm trying to reckon, I, I think Sharp might be the one about fourth from the, from the right end, maybe maybe not. Uh, uh, he he wasn't, you know, he's not huge, but uh, he doesn't look very old. He hadn't been out of high school that long. So. No, and as we said, that's a, one of those guys that's just a uh, one of the finer high school athletes I've seen play. And and we we don't even need to say much about Newman. We know what he did. Yeah, we know what. Yeah, he he was still in the NFL, I believe, as of last year. So you know, it's kind of neat to see a guy like Terrence Newman. And uh, it, it's kind of nice for the city of Salina to uh, have the opportunity to do this kind of thing. Panthers lead this one big, 42-0. And uh, it, it's going to be a tough sled for him in the second half. But I'm sure Coach Sanbo will get him up as good as he can and try to accomplish some things that are positive in the second half. This is Panther football on a live 105, 105.9. FM. We'll be back. Since 1985, DMD Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services that DMB Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. 
MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. How am I going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start? Don't worry, Granny Cleanest. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. El Paso Animal Hospital has been serving Derby, Wichita, and surrounding areas since 1978, providing a large array of diagnostic, surgical, medical, and boarding services all in one convenient location. Walk-in appointments are accepted for routine care, but for surgery or boarding arrangements, they can be reached at 251-0617. More information can be located on their website, elpasoanimalhospital.com. El Paso Animal Hospital is located at 841 North Buckner Street and is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Pizza John's has been serving Derby since 1969, offering build-your-own pizzas, simple pastas, salads, and sandwiches with a laid-back environment. Located at 208 South Baltimore Avenue, and they can be reached at 788-2011 for dine-in or carry-out. Pizza John's, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 in Derby Panther football. Making plans for the special day? Paz Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. 
Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Since 1970. Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. There's nothing quite like a cool dip in the pool on a hot summer day in Kansas. Express Water and Hardscapes is your local swimming pool contractor and a proud community sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. They feature custom-designed swimming pools, splash pads, and hardscaping to tie it all together. Express Water and Hardscapes is open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 5, and they can be reached at 393-5740 for construction quotes. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. We're back in Salina, where the Panthers have jumped out to a 42 to nothing lead at the half. And, Kevin, it was pretty easy for the Panthers. Yeah, it was. Uh, Panthers came out uh, firing on all cylinders to start the ball game. And it, it's so far been a long night for Salina Central, both offensively and defensively, as the Panthers have uh, come out very strong. Let's go ahead and jump into the uh, first half stats for tonight's ball game. Rushing yards, uh, you know, probably not the kind of night we had last week, but uh, you know, don't always, we've only hit the hit the ground 13 times. We have 117 yards, so really not uh, not a bad night. Salina Central, kind of like last week, we expected it. They've uh, rushed the ball 13 times for two yards. Yeah, you know, Panther de- Panther defense has really plugged their their running game. They they have nowhere to go inside outside. Panthers have just been all over that. Yeah, and, and the average yards per rush, I think, are similar to what we had last week. We're sitting at about nine yards a rush. I mean, pretty pretty darn respectable. Passing-wise, Panthers, Grant Adler's having a good night. He's 13 for 18, no interceptions. Kavanaugh, 9 for 20, uh, no interceptions. But here's where the big one kicks in. Passing yardage, Panthers, 285 yards in the air. Slide to Central, just 66. That nets out. Pretty, pretty impressive first half for the Panthers. 402 offensive yards, holding Salinas Central to just 68. That, that is very, that very impressive. That, that's, you know, that's a whole game's worth, and we're just in the first half for the Panthers. That 400, what would you say, 400? 
402 yards of 402 total offense. yards, yeah, that, that's a whole game worth, and we've got that in the first half. I, I, I am a little bit surprised that the Panther offense has been working the way it has, but, you know, they, they started out throwing the football, and, and Salina didn't have an answer for that. They, they have had no answer for it. As we said, Kavion Walker from the first play of the game was running open, wide open downfield. We hooked up with him a couple times. So we said Grant Adler, 13 for 17, 285 yards here in the first half. Lim Wash, 0 for 1. On the receiving end, Panthers just show the weapons. I mean, they've mixed the ball around. Jacob Karsak, three catches for 95 yards. Kavion Walker, two catches for 78. Sims, four catches for 63. Washington has one catch for 23. Reed Liston, two catches for 16, and Aaron Larson, one for 10. Again, uh, just uh, lights out catching the ball. Trey Washington on the flip side, nine rushes, 108 yards. They have, don't have an answer for him. Grant Adler, three carries for 24. That's the guy they're trying to shut down tonight. They've done pretty good with it on the ground, but he's picking them apart with his arm. Oh, yeah, and he's hitting uh, it, it was pretty easy for him early on. Uh, he was hitting some wide open receivers, but here in the second quarter, he's he's had to throw, he's had to gun the football in, and the guys have been doing a good job catching it with their hands and uh, making good catches in coverage. Well, as we said, the the, the all important uh, thing that we look at stats wise is the uh, Panthers lead forty two to zero at halftime, and Doyle uh, again we had. The senior quarterback, uh, Jackson Cavanaugh, goes down in the first half, and his younger brother, Parker, comes in for him. And, you know, there's a night and day difference between a senior brother and a sophomore brother. And, and uh, we, as we look down there, we'll see how Jackson looks coming out. But you, you know more than I do about these ankle injuries. You know, you go in and that thing's already stiff, and you go in there and sit for 20, 25 minutes it may be tough to come back. Yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. And, and you know, the other, the other side of that is, is you don't want this young man to miss two or three more games. I mean, this game, uh, and, and I hate to, I hate to say this, this game's under control. I don't know this. Uh, I'll say Salina probably won't be able to come back, but, uh, you know, you don't want, you don't want this guy out for three or four more games because, you know, it, it's all important. Every game that you win, now that they seed after eight games, every game that you win is important, and you want your best quarterback in there just for those situations. So, well, uh, let's I, call it what it is. I mean, you got to face face facts. This is probably their toughest game they're going to face all season. I don't care if you get into the playoffs. This is this is playing derby. Isn't isn't any patsy? So you're exactly right. You know, you're you, you're a five A team. You've got a lot of football left, and if there's any question in my mind as a coach at all, it's going to be, well, you're done until uh, maybe next week or the following week because we need to win some football games. Yeah, and he was – you said it. We, we both saw it. He was pleading his case, but I, I don't know that the coaches – you know, it kind of felt looked like it was falling on deaf ears because he he's just – you know, he was banged up pretty good. As I remember that play, he fell kind of awkward when the – you know, it was a big gang tackle by the Panthers and uh, – you know, he felt kind of awkward, and, uh, you know, they just picked him up, carried him off the field, took him straight to the trainer table. So, yeah, we, we, again, we hope that he can come back, but uh, it didn't look great on the sidelines. Right, quite a halftime uh, show here in Salina tonight. Uh, as we said, they inducted uh, Terrence Newman, Jake Sharp, Coach Diener, Marvin Diener, who, you know, they gave him stats there, and we were both kind of, we knew, you know, what he did to, to Derby there for a few years, but, his winning percentage, I mean, it was well into the 800s, and 
I think they said five state championships. I mean, quite a night here. And then they have like youth cheerleaders came out. Now their dance team's out on the field. And, uh, you know, again, it's Friday the 13th. We've got a full moon here in Salina tonight. And, uh, as of right now, Panthers lead big 42 to zero. Yeah. There's, uh, probably eight minutes till the start of the second half and, and it's going to be interesting and I'm sure the Panthers will bring their starters out for at least one series to start the second half uh, but it'll be interesting to see if uh, the older Kavanaugh's back on the field. I doubt it but you never know. Panthers lead this one big 42-0 you're listening to Panther football on a live 105 105.9 FM we'll be back Baltimore is here for all your car needs, offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddles is always there. Biddles Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddles Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at DerbyRec. Tired of pesky weeds? TenderCare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. TenderCare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KVKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. Looking forward to that new movie release? Derby Plaza Theaters, located at 1200 North Nelson Drive, providing seven different screens for your viewing pleasure. Offering matinee and evening view times and their concession menus that can be seen on their website, derbyplazatheaters.com. Derby Plaza Theaters, locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. 
El Paso Animal Hospital has been serving Derby, Wichita, and surrounding areas since 1978, providing a large array of diagnostic, surgical, medical, and boarding services all in one convenient location. Walk-in appointments are accepted for routine care, but for surgery or boarding arrangements, they can be reached at 251-0617. More information can be located on their website, elpasoanimalhospital.com. El Paso Animal Hospital is located at 841 North Buckner Street and is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Local owned and a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788 3701 Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 in Derby Panther Football. There's nothing quite like a cool dip in the pool on a hot summer day in Kansas. Express Water and Hardscapes is your local swimming pool contractor and a proud community sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. They feature custom-designed swimming pools, splash pads, and hardscaping to tie it all together. Express Water and Hardscapes is open Monday through Saturday from 7 to 5, and they can be reached at 393-5740 for construction quotes. Pizza John's has been serving Derby since 1969, offering build-your-own pizzas, simple pastas, salads, and sandwiches with a laid-back environment. Located at 208 South Baltimore Avenue, and they can be reached at 788-2011 for dine-in or carry-out. Pizza John's, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas. Located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby. Providing estate planning and probate services as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas. 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football. The Derby Red 
Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs. Offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Offering fresh, authentic Mexican food, La Hacienda is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby. They can conquer any craving with their 70-plus dishes and amenities like tableside guacamole, live music, and an outside patio. La Hacienda is located at 1138 North Nelson Drive and can be reached at 927-2900 for call-ahead service. La Hacienda, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Back in uh, Salina, where the Panthers lead big at half, 42-0. Both teams are on the field. Uh, We're about two minutes and 15 seconds away from the start of the second half. They are in their obligatory three-minute warm-up zone. So I think Kevin's got a few scores to pass along, uh, and we'll we'll pass along a few of those, and then we'll get into the second half of the ballgame. Well, uh, another ABCTL action, Mays 49, Hutch 7. We had that wow. talk on the way up about Hutch and Greg Dryling and how that program has really fallen off. And I think our, our conversation was, man, it's been since the 90s since Hutch has uh, fallen this far. But uh, easily being handled. Uh, Cheney, 28, Conway Springs, 7. Uh, that's uh, another ex-Derby coach, Coach Wehrman, over at uh, Cheney. So that's a nice lead for them. Those are third-quarter scores. Mill Valley, 13. Uh, they're leading in that ball game, uh, uh, 13-7. Olathe East, 13. Free State, 10. Uh, these are halftime scores. Kingman, 10. Bell Plain, 0. I know I saw a uh, Goddard, 21. Arc City, 0. May South, 14. Andover, 0. Dodge City all over Salina South, uh, 28 to 7. Uh, I know I saw there was a first and 20, Winfield 0. Uh, I believe Mulvane was up on Clearwater last I saw. That was a big game. I know there's some Mulvane kids who go in the gym, and they were all telling us, hey, we're going to put it to uh, Clearwater tonight or tomorrow night. Right now they are. Halftime score Manhattan 14, Topeka High 14. That's a that's a big one. That's, that's a surprise. 19, Washburn Rural 14. So just a few scores around the area to uh, look at. McPherson 13, Winfield 0. McPherson, uh, you know, it's got a pretty good program in there. There it is, Mulvane 12, Clearwater 7. Again, that's the second quarter score. Campus 14, Newton 7. 
So a few scores around the area that uh, might be of interest. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of games going on on Friday nights. Uh, there, You know, it's not just Class 6A. There's, what, six classes plus eight men and six men in Kansas. So there's lots of football going on in the state on Friday nights. And uh, uh, right now the Panthers are pretty much handling uh, Salina Central. And, you know, we got to figure that we might see a running clock here in the second half. I'm thinking it's like four, a 45-point lead. Should be 45. In the second half. We'll uh, start a running clock. and But, you know, sometimes it's – I guess it depends on where you're at on how it's ran. Sometimes when it starts, it never stops unless there's an injury. And sometimes, who knows? I mean, it was supposed to be a running clock at Garden City last week, and I don't know if they quite got it right. But, uh, you know, first game of the year. But Doyle, you looked out, and it looked like uh, that uh, Jackson Cavanaugh was back out throwing the football. So, you know, you don't know what they did at halftime with him, but uh, we'd like to think that maybe he's going to show up. Well, I'm watching him on the sideline, Kevin, and yeah, he's throwing the football, but one of the, he's got a flat tire. One of his ankles just is not working. Panthers are going to kick off the Salina to start the second half again. They lead 42-0. Adler's approaching. Nice high end over end is going to be caught at about the 10-yard line. Getting out to about the 20, hit pretty hard. It looked like by Tanner Knox. And we've got a bit of a fisticuffs going out here in a ball game that's, you know, it shouldn't be. Yeah, they, the officials, you know, really they did a good job of getting them separated pretty quickly. You know, they last thing you need in a, in a ball game like this tonight. Yeah, and, and you, they did. They did a very good job about defusing that situation. And it looks like the young, looks like the young uh, Kavanaugh's back in the game, Parker. So once again, Jackson, the senior, loses his case. So it's first and 10 from the 21 for Salina. Quick pass to the flat, wide open. Stopped after about a four-yard gain. Ginyard uh, wasn't fooled any by it. Uh, he's going to get up. There's going to be an immediate penalty. Well, I, I think somebody said something or shoved or something. And it might be a, uh, it might be the leftovers from that little scuff there in the, after the kickoff, and it's going to go against the Panthers. And the guilty party, uh, I watched him. He just kind of got off, put his hands on the guy, and uh, the official immediately threw a flag. Yeah, and unfortunately, you you don't want to see that. Uh, yeah, you don't want to see that. You don't want to give them those 15 free yards. It's going to be first and 10 from their own 40 now. Yeah, Salina Central jumps offside. I think the wide receiver on the far side got a real early start, so five of it's going to go back. Well, that's uh, probably a second or third time tonight uh, that wide receiver's jumped. He's a little nervous, I'm sure. So... It looks like somebody's taking a timeout. It'll be Salina Central. So they're taking their first timeout of the game right now. Uh, and just a reminder, again, if you have friends and family miss tonight's ball game, you can hear the game in its entirety archived on our Panther podcast 
live, available through a live 105kdkq.com or on Spotify. Enter a live 105. So uh, if you're if you're available tomorrow and family didn't get the chance to uh, listen, tell them to tune in. And we've got a lot of online listeners tonight in Chicago, Illinois, Kansas City, Missouri, Fort Worth, Texas, Buffalo, New York. Uh, you know, the list goes on and on. Buffalo, New York. Yeah, like like you always say, once a Panther, always a Panther. Well, they haven't marked that penalty off unless maybe they awarded a timeout prior to the penalty being th- thrown because they haven't marked it off. It's first that may be what they did. First and 10, Salina from their own 40. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Just a quick inside screen. The ball is low and uncatchable. Yeah, it, it was a low thrown pass. And, you know, if you're the receiver out there and you know, man, this thing's around my ankles, you start hearing all kinds of footsteps when you see uh, the Derby defense uh, collapsing on you. Liddell Clemens is in at safety now. He's there along with Amari Ramirez. So the starters are getting a bit of a break right now to start the second half. A handoff. The guy kind of tried to cut up the middle and slipped. As we said, we've seen a couple of guys slip on this turf out here tonight. and uh, That one was one that Salina Central really didn't need. He's going to lose a yard or so. It's going to bring up third and very long. Third down to about 11. Again, uh, Jackson Cavanaugh, the starter, went out in the second quarter with an ankle injury. We don't know how severe it was. And his younger brother, Parker, is running the ship on offense. He keeps it, gets knocked down hard at about the 40, so it's going to be fourth and about nine for Salina. And I think at... uh believe that was Ramirez uh, on the tackle that time for the Panthers. And you got to suspect that uh, Salina's going to punt this ball. They haven't brought their punt team out yet, but there's still 25 seconds on the play clock, so they've got time to make that decision. I think they're going to go for it. That's a surprise. Big surprise. Panthers lead 42-0. Pass over the middle to Higley. And it's going to be short. Short on the first down. Be very, very close. I'm sure it's going to be one of those they're going to come out and measure for. But lots of gut. That's a gutsy call. Well, Depending on where it's spotted, they may have caught the first down. Not only was it a gutsy call, it looked to me like a generous spot by the side judge. Uh, uh, you know, as soon as as soon as your hind end hits the ground, that's where it's supposed to be, and. He gave him a little slide action on that. Yeah, one. It's going to be, boy, it's going to be one of those. It, it's going to be inches either way. I think he's. I think he made it, just just based on what I'm seeing up here. I I I think he made it. This was one of those old grass fields. You couldn't tell because they could be off by two yards. <laughs> they could. Yeah, it looks like he may have it by the nose of the football. Yeah, and I, wow. again, gutsy uh, call. Yeah. It was a gutsy call. It was a good pitch and catch, but again, I think the side judge gave him just a little bit of a generous spot on that one. Hey, easy to do sometimes when you're over there and you're going, man, they're down 42 to zero. And yeah, it's going to be first and ten from just short of the of midfield. 
Panthers lead 42-0. There's 10 minutes to go in the third quarter. Kavanaugh, Parker Kavanaugh is the quarterback. Over the top. Into double coverage. Incomplete. Yeah, pretty well-thrown ball by Kavanaugh that time. I was, I was kind of surprised. I'm like, man, you got double coverage out there. He just kind of threw it up, hoping that the receiver could come down with the football. Uh, the Panthers strip it away. Well, they, they, they're trying to hit two guys, Solani. is Stewart, the big tight end, and Higley, the wide receiver. Both of those guys have great hands. They caught a lot of balls last week, and uh, they've targeted them several times tonight. Panther defense has done a pretty good job on them. Second and ten from midfield. Panthers showing blitz. They sack the quarterback back at about the 46-yard line. Yeah, it looked like, like there were several Panthers on that play. Hallman looks like Noel. Uh, uh, just uh, Dorsey. There's three or four guys in that converged on the tackle. That was the inside of our defense. Our two inside backers in the nose band kind of ate that play up. Going to be third down and looks like 13 from the 47. Panthers lead again, 42-0. This is the first possession for either team in the second half. Back to pass goes Parker. Picked off, nearly picked off. Uh, wow. Kuzer, that was a good play by Bracken Kuzer. He just stepped in front of the ball. It was intended for the uh, big wide receiver out there for Slida Central and that's going to bring up another fourth down and, uh, gosh, Doyle, what, about 13, 14 yards? 13. Yeah, Kuzer jumped that route, and if that ball would have been up a little bit higher, he might have picked it off. Yeah, Kuzer had a pick last week and, and, a, and a couple plays that uh, I think he got a pass interference call that was very questionable. We asked Coach about it after viewing the tape. He says, yeah, very questionable, but uh, Brecken's played a uh, good couple of ball games. Fourth down and long. Back to pass goes Parker, a little bit of a screen pass. Panthers read it, and it's going to be short of the first down. Derby will take over inside their 40 at about the 44-yard line, leading 42-0. I'll tell you what, Doyle, Parker Cavanaugh looks like a different kid here in the second half. I mean, just a little more confidence, and that may have been a little bit of coaching that the guy said, hey, you're the the next guy up. you got to do something, and – Looked a lot better there. Fortunately for the Panthers, they're they able to stop that drive. That was just a quick pass, uh, a little screen pass. Panthers are going to have it first 10, leading 42-0. Adler's in the backfield along with Washington. Trips to the far side, single wide out near side. Just a screen pass to the wide out, Larson. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Slant Central did a good job picking that one out. Adler took a heck of a shot as soon as he got rid of the ball. So both Larson and Adler uh, took a shot on that play. Larson gets up a little bit slow. Pass was complete, and he did a good job catching it, but Salina had that one all mapped out. They, They tore that one up a little bit. Washington, he gets back maybe to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be third and long for the Panthers on their first possession. They lead 42-0 with eight minutes left in the third quarter. Yeah, very 
very experienced offensive line for the Panthers, but those last two plays, uh, Salina Central really uh, converged on the football. They, uh, they've they stopped them. Well, He's I think, up third and long for Coach Clark. I think Salina's selling out right now, to, and I think they feel like you know the Panthers are going to try to run the ball, keep the clock moving, and they're selling out on the run right now. Third and long, back to pass, rolling to the far side is Adler. Caught, going to be a first down. Looked like, I couldn't tell who it was. Looked like Reed Liston, maybe. A nice catch out there that time by Liston. His ball was thrown kind of low, and he knew, Reed knew exactly where the yardsticks were. Panthers pick up a key first down here early in the second half. Panthers lead 42-0. to zero. Ball game that uh, really, it's, there hadn't been any questions so far. Pitch to Washington. He gets to the outside, gets inside the 40 to about the 37, picked up probably eight yards on first down. Yeah, you, what you have to like, like about Slime Central, you know they win at halftime. And, and Coach said, hey, this isn't a season ender. I mean, you guys got to play football. I, I, I'm telling you, they look like a, a different team here in the second half. Second and about two and a half, another pitch to Washington gets a first down and a little bit more down close to the 30-yard line. Yeah, Washington just shows some speed, and it's, it's going to be enough for the first down for Derby. And you're right, the Panthers are, are fairly content right now just letting the clock run. We're under seven minutes here in the second half. Panthers have the big 42-0 lead, and uh, as long as that clock's moving, it's your it's your good friend. Another pitch out to Washington. Going to get a first down, it looks like. Unless, yes, they're going to get enough for a first down, so it's going to be first down inside the 20. Yeah, Trey's just sneaky about how he gets his yardage. I, I think in the first half we were going, you know, Trey, they kind of shut our run down, but Trey had over 100 yards. He's picked up a couple of quick 10, 15-yard runs here uh, on this drive. First and 10. Straight up the middle goes Washington. Gets hit. Down close to the 15, picked up three, maybe four on first down. Yeah, we should be in that situation with a 42-point lead that if they do things the way they should, if we can put on the board here, we should end up in a running clock situation. Going to be second down and seven. Adler and Washington in the backfield. Motion goes Karzak, back to pass, goes Adler. They got to it. it. Kind of scrambled and fell down. Now, Adler, we said he's patient. He sits back here. He waits. That time he was kind of snuck up on by the ankles and comes down. I see Coach Coach Clark out there talking to one of his running backs. I think he felt like he should have maybe picked up that block or or released and gone downfield. But uh, Adler succumbs to the sack. It's going to be third down and about, oh, probably 12, and I'm sure this is four-down territory for the Panthers. Uh, I don't know that they could kick a field goal from this distance, so it's probably four-down territory for Derby. Back to pass. Adler caught. Touchdown, Panthers. Larson. Wow, and he was, I, you know, he was open in the end zone and just a bullet from Grant Adler down to find Larson in the end zone, so Panthers uh, put points on the board quickly. 
Again, we should see this go to a running clock, and I and I think they've already done that. They the clock is running now, even after the score. Extra point attempt by Simmons to follow. Panthers lead 48-0. And everybody jumped on that one. I don't know whether it was us or them, but there there was a bunch of jumping. Man, you go back and you draw up that play. And, I mean, Adler, you know, and, and Adler and Larson have hooked up for many, many years. And Aaron uh, was just alone in the end zone. Grant had the confidence in throwing the ball to him. and Just nice pitch and catch. Extra point attempt now from five yards back. But again, it should just be a chip shot for Simmons. Looks good, and it is. So, you know, again, uh, you know, Lars is doing a real fine job of getting that ball in his hands and getting it set. And the timing on these extra points tonight has just been spot on. Yeah, Lars was one of those kids that, you know, saw it fairly significant amount of time as a sophomore came in and, and got to see some varsity experience and you know it shows when you when you when you're in your third year of playing out here and he does a good job no not only as a receiver but as a holder well i know the clock has stopped now and and again my interpretation was once it runs it stays running unless you have an injured player or there's a timeout and uh, neither of those have happened so i guess i'm going to have to read up on this well, uh, they they went into the running clock situation. It was supposed to be that way at Garden City last week, and they did it for just a second. We were kind of kind of ribbing Coach Clark after the game, saying, "Man, we got a long drive home, and we we had the opportunity." He says, "Guys, we did. We, you know, it just they didn't stick with it." And I, I think I've seen this before that there's sometimes they do stop the the, the clock between this kickoff, but we'll see how these officials play it out from here on out. Panthers are going to be kicking off. Simmons is going to kick off. So I, I think Coach Clark's probably uh, uh, going to set his starters for the rest of the game. Nice high end over end by Simmons, taken at about the 10-yard line. Gets out to about the 24, and uh, that on the return, that was Gage Prester. And it does. It looks like we got pretty much wholesale substitutions going on now, as well it should be. 48-0, Panthers. Again, Parker Cavanaugh is the quarterback. They give it off to the tailback. Looks like Cooper Shard. And they have kept the clock running uh, after that kickoff, so. Panther defense throws Shard for a loss back to the original point of the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be third down and long for Salina. Clock moving. 228 left. 49 0 Panthers. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Rolling to the near side. Just throwing it up. 
and out of bounds. He had a guy open downfield. The ball was just thrown out of bounds. Looked like Deshaun Wright guarding for the Panthers. Uh, again, I go back to uh, Kavanaugh. He looks like he's playing with a lot more confidence here in the second half. Well, I think you're right. He was trying to hit Higley, which, again, he's their one of their two go-to guys on offense. And uh, looks like they're going to – surely they're not going for this. They're on their own 30 – 26-yard line. I think they're going to. I think they're looking, hey, we're down 49 to nothing. Let's, uh, you know, well, I guess you don't have a whole lot to lose. Back to pass goes Parker, a little inside screen. Panthers had that defense. They just couldn't bring him down, but he does, does get enough for a first down. That was Higley. Well, I'll tell you, well, there's a penalty flag, so I think it's all going to come back. You know, that was – close to being intercepted by the Panthers. We'll wait and see what the white cap calls here. I didn't see the you see, you see Salina Central kind of clapping, but uh, face mask. That'll be tacked on to the end of the play. Yeah. It will be an extra 15 yards. That flag was thrown clear back at the twenty-one yard line. It was kind of a scrum there where the, you know, where the play started, and I'm sure somebody just reached up and inadvertently came back, came down over the face mask. Katie KQLP against the rules. First and ten from the Derby forty-five. Back to pass goes Parker Cavanaugh. Got a man up. And they're going to call pass interference on the Panthers. Probably a good call. I mean, we had guys out there. And unfortunately, we uh, right at the last second, we kind of pushed off. But, you know, we're, we're back in that situation where we've got, uh, you know, our, our, we, we've made wholesale changes. And, and uh, as we said, Salinas Central had, and that's, that's all, all good. Well, that ends the third quarter. This is Panther football on a live 105. Making plans for the special day? Paz Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Paz Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. I'm going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start. Don't worry, Granny Cleanus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. And we're back in Salina where the Panthers lead 49-0. We're ready to start the uh, fourth quarter. Salina has the ball on Derby's 30-yard line. Uh, we've had a couple of big penalties, the pass interference and a face pass penalty that's uh, kind of helped them out 30 yards worth. So uh, this is their deepest penetration in our territory. They trail 49-0, and this is the start of the fourth quarter. A little bit of a pitch play. It was bobbled. Runner gets to the outside, but gets hit hard just inside the 30-yard oh, line. There's going to be a penalty come late against the Panthers, I think. Finally, it looked like Corey Akins was the guy that 
made a nice play on the on the stop, but boy, a penalty flag came flying from out of bounds. So I'm sure it's going to be a late hit. Well, it looked like our guy hit him well inside. Right, the, now, it was it was after the play. Well, we don't need any of this either. I mean, we you know let, let's officials are meeting uh, White Hats talking about it. We'll see. I'd be surprised if it doesn't go against the Panthers. We're waiting to see right now. Ooh, I go both ways, and it does. Unsportsmanlike conduct goes uh, against both teams, so glad the officials met together and made the call. Yeah, it's going to offset the play, so it's going to make it, I believe it'll offset the play. We'll see. I think was after the after the play so we'll see how they call it well it'll be second down and seven then if it was after the play so Salina will have it on about the panther 20 26 27 yard line second down back to pass another little bit of a screen it's going to be first down i believe First and 10 for Salina on the 18 of the Panthers. Incomplete out of the flat. So it's going to be second down from about the, oh, it looks like they're on about the 18-yard line. Again, the running clock, uh, we're down under 10 minutes left in the ball game. Ball game decided early on by the Panthers. They lead 49 to zero. Second and 10. Parker back to pass. Panthers are putting a lot of pressure on him. He snuck away that time. He finally gets brought down after maybe three yard gain. You're right, Panthers put a lot of pressure on him, and he uh, was uh, fortunate to get out of it and pick up some yardage. Just weren't able to bring him down. He put a couple moves on our guys, and, uh, you know, that helped him. He picked up a couple yards. It's going to be third down and eight. Panthers lead 49-0. We're under nine minutes to go in tonight's ballgame. It looks like the Panthers are going to go to 2-0. Slime is going to go to 0-2 start this young season yeah more importantly you pick up all the points you can get out of this ball game too I mean, that's uh that's uh what we like to do i believe 13 is uh, the magic number is that not correct doyle yes it is 13 we got plus 13 last week dodge garden city got a minus 13 so uh, and, and, and and people go well what's the big deal about that well big deal is is where you see it at the end of the season because if for some reason you get two teams that uh, have the same record but derby only wins by six points it just, you know, the, the point total adds up, and it may give you a number two seed instead of a number one seed in, in postseason play. A- absolutely. Uh, it, it, that's exactly right, and that's what happens. And, uh, you know, it, it's – I don't know how much science there is behind this seeding that the Activities Association does, but that's one of the criteria is points. And, you know, it, if you're both 8-0 and we got 90 points, they got 80 – well, we're going to be the number one seed. They'll probably be two. Right. So, 
know, that that's why it's important to gather those points. You know, we I know that when they switched that system, some guys talked about it. He goes, well, it may force some teams to run some points up on the board just to make sure that they get their total max allowed point. Third down and long. Panthers showing blitz. Again, back to pass goes Kavanaugh. Oh, ball's on the, the ground. Football. See who comes up with it. Panthers think they have it. They put a lot of pressure, and they do. Panthers come up with the football. A lot of pressure on Kavanaugh that time as he's back to pass, and the Panthers were able to strip the football. Looked like uh, looked like maybe Jace Jenkins, the linebacker, might have been the one that fell on the loose football. They they were putting a lot of pressure on Kavanaugh anyway. He he wasn't he was going to get sacked if he didn't lose the football. You know, this is at least the third time you can think of it. You know, Slime Central had the ball down in three. They can't answer. They have a chance for a fourth down. They can't answer. Now they're moving the ball downfield. Once again, Panthers rise to the occasion. Lim Wash is in, in at quarterback for the Panthers. You know, Lim dropped the football the first time he touched it tonight, and he that was a good snap. There's, I, but you have things like that. You get to look and pass things and maybe move before you have the ball. So. And I was just getting ready to say, putting Lim Wash in at quarterback. If you're Salina Central, you're looking up going, man, you got to be kidding me. I was thinking the same thing. And uh, it's going to be a big loss for the Panthers, about seven yards, six yards, I guess. It's going to be now second down and 16. Wash is the quarterback. Bryant is in the backfield with him. He's about 230 pounds. Again, Wash on a keeper. He gets all that back and then some. Gets out close to the 35. It's going to be third down and about six. Hey, you got him in the ball game. I think Reed Liston's still in the ball game. Hey, I mean, you got some weapons out there, and we know Lim Wash can throw. So, you know, he he's pretty lethal back there as a JV type quarterback. And he goes about 185, and uh, I think last week he ran over a couple people at, at uh, yeah, he trucked City. a couple of uh, of linebackers last week. This kid, uh, and we're going to see more and more of him. He's going to be in this offense a lot. So it's third down and about six. Wash on just a keeper, straight run, first down and more. He may into, go. We'll see. Into Salina territory. And at, knocked out of bounds at about the 25-yard line. Yeah, he's finally knocked out of bounds. But as we said, Lim Wash is uh, he's a beast. I, I, you know, he'll he'll outrun you, he'll run you over, he'll do whatever it takes, and picks up huge yardage for the Panthers. It's going to be first and ten from the 22. I think we're going to see the the younger Edwards in the ball game now. He's uh, just a freshman. Yes, that would be Dylan Edwards. Not very big, but lots of speed. They give it to him. He gets to the outside. Nice hole inside the 10 at about the seven, six or seven-yard line. He showed a lot of speed, made a nice cut, cut back against the grain, which we like to see. But, man, he was just tackled up around the head, came down very quickly. Panthers have the ball inside the 10-yard line once again. First and goal from the, like the seven. 
maybe the eight-yard line. Wash fumbled the football. Uh, he's going to lose it this time. And he lost it. Yeah, he was trying. He kind of had a fake to uh, out there that time to Edwards. And when he came up, he didn't have the football. So what looked like it was going to be another six points uh, possibly on the board, the ball goes back to the Mustangs. And, you know, I'm just sitting here thinking when Wash and Edwards is in the backfield, that may be the shape of things to come next year, those two guys in the backfield. But uh, Lim hadn't had a very good night. He's fumbled three times tonight, uh, losing two of them. But, uh, you know, that's that's fixable. You know, the coaches will take care of that in practice. Well, you week. know, what you were saying about those two in the backfield reminds me of an old saying way back that in Derby we don't uh, rebuild, we just reload. And, uh, you know, I think some of these teams see that and they're like, man, so we got how many years of this Edwards kid? Three. Back to pass goes Kavanaugh. And he's just, just over the outstretched hands of, Jackson Colzo. Well, I you know I'm I would think that uh, you know in that situation that uh, the younger Kavanaugh probably had his older brother walk up to him and say the same thing. Hey, you you need to do something here because you may be the guy for the day. You know who knows? Even next week, those ankle injuries uh, are, are tough. Second and ten after the incompletion. Panthers are showing blitz. They're rushing. It's going to sack the quarterback inside the five. So big loss on second down for Salina. It was Jason Metzger, I believe, on the tackle. Again, we've got a lot of new numbers in the ball game right now. We're trying to grab them as quickly as we can. Back to pass goes Parker. A little bit of a screen. Ball's, on, Ball's the ground. on the ground. I think the Panthers might have it. Yeah, Derby has the football. I mean, so all we're doing now is trading footballs around. 2.55 remaining in the ballgame. Panthers still have that 49-0 lead. We'll see who comes out at quarterback. Yeah, you kind of wonder what they'll do uh, since Lim's put the ball on the ground a couple, three times. If they'll give him another shot or if they'll say, well, let's wait till next week. Yeah, I think we may see... Well, we, we don't have a, have quarterback. a quarterback right now. It, it, Mercer Thatcher, maybe, or, uh, or Hamlin. Looks like Hamlin's coming in. He and, well, we've got a play stoppage. It looks like maybe. Well, we'll see. I, I think Panthers I, are calling timeout. Oh, Salina Central did. I thought, I, I was thinking in that situation, it might be Derby that uses a timeout, but. Uh, Derby had kind of trouble figuring out who was going to come out and uh, quarterback here. And I, and I think Coach Clark's at a point with, with 2.14 remaining in the ball game. He wants to run the clock out. And I, I don't think he's looking at, at putting any uh, style points on the board necessarily. No, I, and I don't think he is either. I, I think he just, you know, two minutes, 14 seconds, and a 49-point lead. Uh, you know, it's, it's yeah, what, you're, you're going to win. You're going to get the 13 points, so. You know, I, I don't see him putting one in the end zone, but you can't tell these kids not to score. You can't do that. But, uh, you know. No, you definitely can't tell them that. Uh, but, uh, you know, probably in that backfield, when you got Lim Wash back there, you know that, man, any given second, he can put one, he can put six in. 
Panthers are going to get away with this one big. Like I said, 49-0. Uh, they're going to go 2-0. Next week we'll be in the friendly confines of Panther Stadium after a trip to Garden City and Salina. We're, we're ready for a home game. <laughs> Without a doubt. We'll be playing Newton next week. <laughs> And like I said, it will be at Panther Stadium. And Limwash is back in the ball game. This may just be a as is Edwards. This may be a deal where they say Lim just we're giving you another shot. Bad snap. Now that one, uh, Lim probably did the right thing. The ball was snapped back to him on the ground. Lim just fell on it. I'm sure he's thinking, man, I'm not, I'm not taking another one of these. Well, that one, that wasn't on Lim. That's that's for sure. That that was not a very good snap. But uh, you know, you have that once in a while when you rush these kids in to the ball game. Bryant back in the ball game at running back. Looks like we've gone to a uh, two back uh, set. Bryant and. Edwards are in the backfield with Wash. A little confusion. Panthers still have about five or six seconds on the play clock. They give it to Bryant. He runs over one guy. Another guy hits him down low and brings him down. It's going to be third down and about uh, 15. Uh, with the running clock, you got to figure that you might have a couple plays left here tonight. Uh, Bryant, uh, he's the bus. I mean, if you know, he's one of those guys that'll just bowl you over if he gets a chance. He's 5'11", 230, and uh, he's all of that. He's a good-sized young man. Panthers in no hurry to get the play called. Well, they've got 14 seconds they're going to lose. It'll be a penalty. They haven't got the play called yet, so they're going to have to hurry. I don't think they can get this one off. No, they're not. It's going to be a delay of game. They just threw the penalty flag. So it's going to be a uh, you know, you know five but, the, but, but that's one of those plays that you look. I don't know that the Panthers even run another play. I mean, because the clock continues running there. So the clock's going to be below the 25-second clock. So we'll see if uh, Coach even tries. And he's not it, going to. They might run one, but I, I think Coach is out midfield. Yeah. They're going to let this one run out. Panthers are going to win big 49-0 uh, over the Salina Central Mustangs. They're going to go to 2-0. and Salina will go to 0-2. Oh and two. and uh, not a good start for Central, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of season, a lot of games. Well, and, and as we said, you know, start they, they had a good season last year. They ended up winning a bunch of ball games after a couple 0-9 oh seasons. All the hopes were that they were going to come back, and you'd see the same thing. Unfortunately, you know they're they're starting at zero and two, and uh, you know they think it easier. You know, you know, it's not a not a fun part on the schedule for a lot of teams when you look up and you see you're playing Derby. Yeah, uh, Dirt. Yeah, you bet. That, that's that's kind of a bad thing for them. But uh, you know, Panthers win, and and that's good for us. And uh, you know, it looked like for all intents and purposes, we got out of it pretty healthy. I, I didn't notice any kids that uh, uh, left the game for an injury, and so that's a good thing. Uh, unfortunately for Salina, they lost their starting quarterback in the second quarter, but his younger brother come in, and, you know, he really equated himself pretty good. Well, he, he did, particularly in the second half. I think he played much better. If you're Salina Central, you, you 
I don't think there's such thing as a good injury, but you know, I think I'd rather have my quarterback maybe with an ankle injury than seeing him down there messing around with his knee or shoulder or something. So we're just going to hope that uh, he's able to bounce back. And uh, you know, Central's got a lot of a lot of games. I know they got a game with Salina South coming up, and before too long. And we always say it doesn't matter who's what the records are, what those two teams hook up, and it's uh, it's usually a Donnybrook. Yeah, they don't. Uh... It, yeah, it, it doesn't really matter too much about that. And, uh, you know, this one here is over. It was really over in the first half. You know, you could probably say even it was over in the first quarter. I believe we were ahead 28-0. Probably after the first, the first quarter. Time. I, I think we were up at with – there was only four minutes off the clock and we were up 21. Yeah, so it, it got out of control in a hurry. Panthers, uh, they, they kind of got all over Salina quick, and that that's what you have to do. You, know, you, have, you have to get all over them quick. Uh, uh this game is over. Panthers 2-0. and We're going to break away for a few commercials, and we'll come back and wrap this thing up. Uh, this is Panther football on Alive 105. 105.9. We'll be back. Tender Care offers lawn services like we control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start. Don't worry, Granny Cleanus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. They were outnumbered. Ready! Out-equipped. They had no chance of winning. But they had one huge advantage. General George Washington. The fate of unborn millions will now depend, under God, on the courage and conduct of this army. We have to resolve to conquer or die. Just as the leadership of one man helped form a nation, today leadership can transform the world. Leadership is in you. Now pass it on. College softball players Mallory Holtman and Liz Wallace know winning isn't everything. It's how you hold your head at the end of the game and how you walk off the field. These two athletes carried their opponent around the bases after she injured herself hitting the winning home run. Whether you win or lose on the field, if you did the right thing, then you did win. And they showed us the right thing is sportsmanship. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. We're back in Salina where the Panthers knocked off Salina Central 49-0. And, uh, you know, the game was literally over in the first quarter. And Panthers just kind of, they hung on. 
Yeah, and it, again, it was one of those games that uh, got out of control early, and Panthers uh, prevailed. Doyle, let's go ahead and get into the, the end of the game stats. And, you know, really, stats didn't get padded too much in the second half. We went to the running clock, and, and Coach Clark was pretty content with, uh, you know, keeping things under control. But rushing yards again, Panthers come out big tonight, 201 yards on the ground to minus six yards is what we held Salina Central to. That was that, that's quite a you know that's quite a effort by the defense. Average yards per rush against Panthers are hanging around that eight and a half nine yards per rush. Held Salina Central to to negative five, mean, just under a yard rushing. Passes uh, Adler was again hot, sixteen for twenty. 21, Salina Central 14 for 33. Those are the big numbers. Panthers 318 passing yards tonight. Not just, uh, again, 114 for Salina Central. The big stat, 519 yards for Derby tonight. 123 is what our defense held them to. Again, this is a defense that had question marks on it. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing when you were running down those stats. That this, this was the big question mark to start the season. Both teams... Uh, Panthers, uh, that's one thing Coach Clark will want to work on. They were sacked four times for minus 26. Salinas Central sacked five times for minus 34. So there's something Coach Clark may want to talk about. It's, hey, guys, we got to give uh, Grant the time. But, you know, conversely, Grant's so patient that he sits back in the pocket for a long time. For the ball game, as we said, Grant Adler, big night, throwing 16 for 20, 318 yards. Lim Wash just 0 for 1 on the one incompletion. Panthers bounced the ball around to a lot of receivers. Jacob Karsak, three catches for 95. Kavion Walker, two catches for 78. Sims, four catches for 63. Larson, three catches for 31. Reed Liston, three catches for 28. And Trey Washington, one catch for 23. Combine that with the, the big night Trey still had on the ground. 14 rushes, 136 yards. Lim washed five rushes, 53. Adler, they held him in check pretty night good tonight uh, on the option. Just three rushing attempts by Adler for 24 yards. The young freshman, Dylan Edwards, one carry for 14. And Zach Bryant, one carry for just no yards. Uh, again, four or 519 total yards of offense for Panthers tonight. And, of course, the stat we all want to know about. Panther defense does their job. They shut out the Mustangs. Panthers win this ball game, forty-nine to zero. Yeah, it was it was a pretty good thumping by the Panthers, and uh, you know that just about uh, wraps it up here in Salina. Again, the Panthers victorious, forty-nine zero. Uh, we'll be back in Derby next week, where the Panthers will take on the Newton Railers. So we'll be looking forward to a home game again, forty-nine zero here. This has been Panther Football on Alive 105, 105.9 FM. Thanks for listening.